the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. Bill Bunkley here with uh, this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are standing by right now. Boy, it's a beautiful day in Washington, D.C., I'm looking at the uh, Rose Garden. The president will be addressing the nation any moment from the Rose Garden. Beautiful afternoon with all of the cherry blossoms in bloom. You would never, ever think for a moment that we are in the midst of the president declaring a national emergency. And that's what we believe he'll be doing in just a few moments. Glad to have you with us on the show this afternoon as uh, we are getting ready to quite frankly, go into the weekend, and um, we're going to let you hear directly from the President of the United States as soon as he steps out. Uh, We are waiting for him to come out uh, on the portico outside uh, of the Oval Office. He'll come straight to uh, the podium that has been set up uh, in the Rose Garden. And then, uh, just moments ago, we had our governor here in the state of Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis, along with um, our Surgeon General here in uh, uh, Florida, uh, Dr. Scott Rifke. Uh, we're going to be bringing you that press conference as well. There's a couple of questions during the q and I think are very important. So today, as we have been dedicated to uh, keeping you up to date with the important facts, we've sort of stepped up our coverage a little bit uh, each day as uh, the uh, the issue of the coronavirus has dictated uh, stepping that up. But let me remind you once again that all of the up-to-date information from any angle that you are interested in, whether it's the world angle, uh, we have the World Health Organization, we have uh, the CDC in Atlanta, uh, we have the um, Department of Health in Florida, all of the local Um, uh, health departments as well. All of those are on one page. You can get up-to-date updates. And reminding you again, very simply, go to letstalkfaith.com. And uh, as soon as you land on our page, you'll see the coronavirus. Just click on that. All that information is there, including the number to call up until 5 o'clock today for the hotline in Florida. If you have a question or you have a concern, 
Uh, you can also call your local health departments. We also have the number there if uh, you believe you have been gouged on any of the items that uh, have been in demand because uh, of this situation. Now, I want to remind you, uh, if you think you are having an issue, do not go to your doctor's office. Do not go directly to the hospital. Call the net, the hotline first. Uh, call your local health department. If you do think that you're going to go to the hospital, call the respective hospital's emergency room. Let them know ahead of time that you will be coming to the emergency room. They will have special instructions for you to follow. And the reason for that is we don't want you, uh, we don't want anyone um, to uh, go out and be in any of these places without specific instructions. That's why we want you to call first. Now, as you can well imagine, the last couple of days, it has been almost like an avalanche. In an avalanche of cancellations and closings, uh, Walt Disney World's going to close. We just heard of Universal Studios as well as SeaWorld and Busch Gardens. Virtually everything is going to be shut down, especially in Florida. The governor has also asked for no public gatherings, and uh, I'll hopefully we'll have some moments a little bit later to give you my thoughts about um, uh, the, the prospect of Sunday and church services. But the governor, quite frankly, has asked for those church services uh, not to happen this weekend. And uh, I think that that is uh, an appropriate call from the governor. And uh, I, uh, my personal opinion, uh, though, uh, boy, I love all of our pastors, and that's going to be an, independent, an individual decision. But as it comes down to what we do with churches this weekend, um, I tell you where I'm in the school. I, I, I believe that we have ministers that, that God has appointed over us. And the Bible's clear as for our safety and our protection. And when we have those ministers, whether it's the president and his team, whether it's the governor and his team, whether it's our local mayors, when we have the governor asking us that we want to try and, and, and cut this curve down and doesn't want any large groups meeting this weekend, I think that my personal thought is we're under the authority of those ministers and um, if, uh, if I was asked, I would probably give the counsel of what I know at this point. It'd be best to uh, have everybody worship at home. And if a particular church has the bandwidth capacity uh, for whatever their entire church membership is to be able to um, connect uh, with the pastor uh, online in a streaming situation, I think that would be best. As we're waiting for the president to come out, know why all this is happening. When you look at the, for instance, if you look at the day-by-day line in Italy and in other areas, we are now entering into the 7- or 10-day period. Depending on how many people are out and around uh, in group gatherings, that's going to have, that could have either an exponential uh, effect on how quick uh, so many people can be exposed. That's why the hospitals are geared up for about seven or eight days from now to have a lot of folks uh, going there. What's happening is is that the plan is is if all of us, and I, by the way, I am broadcasting from home at this very moment at our home studio, and 
I've done that from time to time and still doing that time to time even before the coronavirus uh, because of my recovery from uh, my uh, leukemia situation. But if we, for uh, at least for the near term, if we will not gather in, in large numbers, what that means is is that the, uh, the, the virus uh, that can be easily uh, spread to several people in a group setting, well, if we're not meeting at groups, what that means is it really is, is, is that exponential line that this thing could really take off. Well, what we're trying to do as a nation is to impact uh, that exponential line. And if we can keep the number of people that are out and around from being exposed, when they're exposed, they become carriers. There's several days before they even know they have the coronavirus. And then they, they, they you, you do the math. You, you end up getting exposed, and you could be 30 years old, and you're not someone that's going to be uh, in the risk of uh, probably hardly anything. Now, there's some one-offs, and I'm not saying folks that age uh, may not have a serious problem and, and, and may uh, succumb to, to it. But the odds are so against that. But what happens is, is that you may feel fine. You may go somewhere. You may be getting the virus. And by the way, some people that get the virus, they're not even going to really know that they had the virus. That, that's what we're dealing with here. Other people, it's going to affect them, like we're following uh, Tom Hanks and his wife, and they didn't feel good. They felt a little funny, and now they're under uh, doctor's care in the hospital there uh, on location for that Elvis movie in Australia. But the idea is is that you could, um, you know, you could go to church somewhere on Sunday, and somebody may have it. They may not know that they have it, and then they're around several people. And then before the four or five or six days comes around and they start feeling bad, who knows other places they have been. And so what what the whole idea of us hunkering down uh, for the next few days, uh, maybe a week or two, who knows, I, I seriously do not think that after spring break, the CDC has already asked Florida schools not to reconvene after their spring break holidays. And so I think it, it could be a couple of weeks, could be more than a couple of weeks, but we're, we're going to have this time that where if we self-isolate ourselves without even having the coronavirus, uh, the chances of us working that math in the opposite direction is uh, it can be exponentially down as well. So these are critical days for us, as I mentioned a few days ago, um, President Trump and his team, well, they have their responsibilities right now. Governor DeSantis and his team, they have their responsibilities. Each of our county health departments, our hospitals, everybody has a role to play. You and I also have a role to play. And I believe you and I have the most important role. And that most important role is don't roll your eyes. Don't get caught up with uh, all the needless criticism of the president or the Democrats, or anybody else, this is a very, very serious situation. And it's calling for the maturity that, that, that most of us who know Christ, it's call, it's call for that maturity in Christ. And so we're going to um, do our part and uh, just kind of, you know, keep to ourselves and uh, 
see where we're going to, how long we're going to be. There will be, uh, there will be an end to this. It will be on the other side of it. Can't tell when that is. Um, Bill, will there be some damage? Yeah, there, there's going to be. There's already economic damage. Uh, there's going to be some businesses that uh, have an issue as well. Uh, South Korean Airlines, which is the uh, major airline of Korea, uh, because of uh, they've been shut down pretty much because of the travel situation out of South Korea, they could go out of existence. Now, we don't know. We're certainly not going to get in a panic mode. But I mentioned that to just talk about the, the, the sobering and the seriousness of where we find ourselves. And um, like everything else in Scripture, when we are in a major challenge like this, first of all, we hit it day by day. And uh, we don't worry about tomorrow or the next day, although you can see there is prudent planning. Uh, and for us taking precautions uh, in that situation, but for us, um, we're just uh, going to take uh, what those ministers over us are, are telling us. You know, this is a situation, and we'll be talking with uh, Paul Batura uh, in the uh, third hour. We'll focus on the family. He's vice president of communications. So we're going to talk about uh, some of those issues. We'll talk about how we communicate, how the authorities communicate with us, how we communicate with others. By the way, as a quick programming note, Wait No More, which was the Focus on the Family program that uh, I was looking forward to being with uh, weekend after next at Calvary Church, along with all the many other events. And I can just say, rather than going down the list of events, all major events are canceled, including Wait No More. Uh, We are going to be rescheduling that uh, down the road a few months, so uh, we're going to have that opportunity to have Focus on the Family come in, but uh, that's not going to be happening. Going to take a timeout. We are still waiting for the president. Now, if, if he comes out while we're in the commercial break, we'll pick it up as soon as we get back. I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. We're going to be taking a quick timeout. Don't go away. I'll be right back. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. We started the timeshare cancellation industry over 10 years ago because we were sick and tired of seeing good people lied to. We were the first, and we remain the largest. What makes us better? Our employees. My name is Lauren Gray. I'm a timeshare team manager. It's incredible to think that over 300 timeshares, 300 different methods we have to master. That's experience, the assurance that this is going to be done right, that we have your back no matter what the timeshare company throws at you. Today we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-838-2626. 800-838-2626. 800-838-2626. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? 
only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673-855-353-HOPE. Or give online at letstalkfaith.com. Scary where you go. And we're back. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. We are standing by waiting for the president to exit the Oval Office and uh, take the short walk just uh, out to the portico, down a couple of steps, and to the platform that's been set up uh, in the Rose Garden this afternoon. Uh, He will be uh, speaking to the nation from the Rose Garden, and as I mentioned a minute ago, uh, as I'm watching the feed, uh, beautiful red. Uh, cherry blossom tree, and um, if you have ever had a chance to go to Washington when the cherry blossoms are out, uh, it is just, it, it really is almost uh, indescribable. And, uh, of course, normally this weekend and next weekend, there would be all sorts of events on the mall. There would be arts and crafts. There would be all sorts of things happening. And, of course, folks are free to go to the mall, which... Um, um, I wouldn't recommend doing, uh, but nonetheless, it uh, it is such a pretty sight. And just to recap, um, there are some things that you can consider doing. Uh, everything's going to be canceled. I mean, that's that's basically how you you look at this. Um, and uh, as you are uh, hunkering at home, most of you are are home in, in that safe place. Do know that there are plenty of things to go. Plenty of things to venture out, and especially with daylight savings time, we now have uh, until about 8 or 8.30. Uh, But I want to reiterate that there's opportunities to uh, go out and go fishing, whether it's freshwater or saltwater fishing. There's opportunities, if you know uh, of a place to go to the beach that's rather remote, you, you wouldn't recommend going to the beach where there's a ton of people there and also remembering that over the next three weeks, we're going to have a ton of kids coming in. I still think many of them will probably come down here for their spring break. And um, they're going to be coming from all areas of the country. And just remember that they are coming in from some of those college and university dormitories that uh, uh, very uh, quickly uh, it was suggested that they ought to go to online classes, which they are doing uh, next week. But um, I would uh, not necessarily um, go near all the the beaches where there's a whole lot of people. But there's a lot of remote spots. But think about the uh, think about the hiking you could do. Think about the uh, kayaking you can do, and I'm sure you can come up with uh, other activities yourself. And uh, the main thing is um, make many stops uh, if you're out and about during the day and. And if you stop somewhere and they have an opportunity, not only for restroom facilities, but, hey, go in and grab some soap. And uh, some places have hot water, some places don't. But the main thing is is just keep washing those hands. I mean, wash those hands um, 
Um, another bit of advice, uh, I know a lot of people now are fist bumping or elbow bumping. Um, they're even recommending, especially the elbow bumping, when you're within a six-foot radius of someone who has been exposed to coronavirus and they may be carrying the virus, um, their area is about six feet. And, in fact, if you were to go to a hospital right now, they've got it set up where in the waiting room uh, they've got everybody sitting about six feet apart. So keep that in mind uh, in your uh, interpersonal uh, relationships when you travel. And that's why even doing the elbow bump, you have to get pretty close in, in, someone's, uh, in someone's grill, if you will, to do the elbow bump. And so um, as strange as it is, probably be a good time to just kind of wave and say, hey, uh, I'm a man, I'm a, I'm a man, I'm a woman under authority. And uh, so I'm not going to fist, I'm not going to elbow bump. And uh, you know what, we're, we're going to do uh, all we need to do. And remember that if we can um, tamp down the, um, the exposure of people over the next week or so, that could have a, an absolutely, uh, talk about a praise the Lord uh, victory in dancing Jesus. That would be something very remarkable if because of the compliance. Um, and by the way, there, there's going to be some areas where we're going to have some issues. In, in, in America, and that's only because there's some issues where they're going to be more lax than what we are looking at here in Florida. Um, look, the CDC knows uh, what we have going already. Uh, we're going to have an influx of uh, youngsters coming in to be uh, coming from all ports, uh, all parts of the uh, of the country for spring break. So we've got two or three weeks of that. And what does that cause us to do? Well, it doesn't cause us to get upset, worry. God's got it under control, but it's being aware. And um, if you just want to have the inconvenience of having to work from home, stay from home, certainly going to be more than an inconvenience to our 401Ks, but I'm right in there with you. And uh, it's all right because, um, you know, when we talk about money, we talk about our assets. Can Can I just give a refresher course? It isn't mine to begin with. And uh, had a good run on my 401k. And by the way, I think we're going to have a pretty good run as soon as all this is over, because I think the I think the American spirit's going to cause this to come back. I could be wrong, but um, remember that if we uh, keep in mind that we are just stewards, particularly of the financial resources that come our way, you know. When, when you are preparing for your retirement or whatnot and you're in some sort of market, you know, a stock market, hey, that has the greatest returns because, you know, right now it's been a decade plus where it, was, it wasn't the right gig to be in CDs because you weren't going to supplement your Social Security with that. So folks have been in the markets. Markets go up. Markets go down. And even today on a Friday, you know, as we've been having these 1,000 or 2,000-point whipsaws. We're up about 900 points. I don't know if we're going to close, but uh, this market's going to gyrate. But you can see there's vestiges that, that uh, I can tell you what, investors are waiting with bated breath. They are watching, and when it becomes a little more obvious, when we get to where allegedly China is now, where they're on the downside, and for instance, I think Apple opened up some of their plants, 
whenever we see in America that we have the data that this big spike did not happen over the next week or 10 days, and we start seeing that uh, the numbers are progressing uh, downward rather than upward, that you can use, I guarantee you, there are people waiting to jump on the market because with this very, very, uh, very serious correction, um, only because we're in this time of uncertainty, there are some real, real bargains uh, of companies right now with their price per share, and uh, when you match that up to their earnings, and so uh, there's certainly, if you're not uh, knowledgeable all of, of all that, that's fine, but there's plenty of people who are, and uh, I want to tell you that uh, Yogi, uh, Yogi Berra didn't say this, but maybe he should have said it, and that is, whatever goes up must come down. And whatever goes down, well, let's come back up again. And so that's where we're at. Well, we are still waiting for the President of the United States. And uh, right now we're coming up almost the bottom of the hour. Obviously, they are still tweaking exactly what he's going to say. And with all due respect, the fact that uh, his staff really let him down on Wednesday night with uh, the way that speech was written in two or three points They're going to make sure they get it right today, and we're standing by. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Still waiting on remarks from President Trump. The president is expected to invoke emergency responses as the country struggles to contain the coronavirus outbreak. Earlier, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced the House would vote on new coronavirus relief legislation. A potential deal between Congress and the White House would cap a tumultuous week in which Washington tries to reach a comprehensive response to the financial impacts of the outbreak. A top U.S. commander says U.S. retaliatory airstrikes against militants in Iraq have destroyed five weapons depots. Marine General Frank McKenzie says the U.S. decision to target the Iranian-backed Shiite militia group that killed American and British troops in a rocket attack this week will send a strong message to Iran and its proxies. The Dow ahead 879 points, the Nasdaq up 278. This is SRN News. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage. 
or a promissory note to you so there's some some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. And care for patients. This includes the following critical authorities. The ability to waive laws to enable telehealth, a fairly new uh, and uh, incredible thing that's happened in the, in the not-so-distant uh, uh, past. I tell you, what they've done with telehealth is incredible. It gives uh, remote doctors visits and hospital check-ins the power to waive certain federal license requirements so that doctors from other states can provide services in states with the greatest need. Number two, the ability to waive requirements that critical access hospitals limit the number of beds to 25 and the length of stay to 96 hours. The ability to waive the requirements of a three-day hospital stay prior to admission to a nursing home, big thing. The authority to waive the rules to hinder hospitals' ability to bring additional physicians on board or obtain needed office space. They can do as they want. They can do what they have to do. They know what they have to do. Now they don't have any problem getting it done. The authority to waive rules that severely restrict where hospitals can care for patients within the hospital itself, ensuring that the emergency capacity can be quickly established will remove or eliminate every obstacle necessary to deliver our people the care that they need and that they're entitled to. No resource will be spared, nothing whatsoever. Ten days ago, I brought together the CEOs of commercial labs at the White House and directed them to immediately begin working on a solution to dramatically increase the availability of tests. Other Countries have called us and worked with us, and they're doing similar things or will be doing similar things. As a result of that action, today we're announcing a new partnership with private sector to vastly increase 
and accelerate our capacity to test for the coronavirus. We want to make sure that those who need a test can get a test very safely, quickly, and conveniently. But we don't want people to take a test if, if we feel that they shouldn't be doing it. And we don't want everyone running out and taking only if you have certain symptoms. Using federal emergency authorities, the FDA approved a new test for the virus. We did this within hours after receiving the application from Roche, a process that would normally take weeks. We therefore expect up to a half a million additional tests will be available uh, early next week. We'll be announcing locations probably on Sunday night. I want to thank Roche, great company, for their incredible work. I'd also like to thank Thermo Fisher. The FDA's goal is to hopefully authorize the air application within 24 hours. It'll go very quickly. It's going very quickly, which will bring additionally 1.4 million tests on board next week and 5 million within a month. I doubt we'll need anywhere near that. At the same time, we've been in discussions with pharmacies and retailers to make drive-through tests available in the critical locations identified by public health professionals. The goal is for individuals to be able to drive up and be swabbed without having to leave your car. I want to thank Google. Google is helping to develop a website. It's going to be very quickly done, unlike websites of the past, to determine whether a test is warranted and to facilitate testing at a nearby convenient location. We have many, many locations behind us, by the way. We cover the this country and large parts of the world, by the way. We're not going to be talking about the world right now, but we cover very, very uh, strongly our country, uh, stores in virtually every location. Google has uh, 1,700 engineers working on this right now. They've made tremendous progress. Our overriding goal is to stop the spread of the virus and to help all Americans who have been impacted by this. Again, we don't want everybody taking this test. It's totally unnecessary. Uh, and this will pass. Uh, this will pass through and uh, we're going to be uh, even stronger for it. We've learned a lot. A uh, tremendous amount has been uh, learned. I want to thank uh, Deborah Burks, and I want to ask her maybe to come up and say a few words as to what's happening. Dr. Burks is a uh, highly respected person. I've gotten to know her very well over the last six days. And uh, what we've done is rebuilt something that was very old, very old-fashioned, somewhat obsolete, certainly obsolete when it comes to the kind of numbers that we're talking about. Uh, Dr. Burks, please. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, it's a pleasure to be here with all of you. Um, I think you know at the beginning of this epidemic, HHS through CDC proactively developed an assay built on the existing flu surveillance system. That surveillance system was then converted to diagnostic system. But last Tuesday, seeing the spread of the virus around the globe, the President realized that our current approach to testing was inadequate to, need to meet the needs of the American public. He asked for an entire overhaul of the testing approach. He immediately called the private sector laboratories to the White House, as noted, and charged them with developing a high-throughput quality platform that can meet the needs of the American public. 
We are grateful to LabCorp and Quest for taking up the charge immediately after the meeting and within 72 hours bringing additional testing access particularly to the outbreak areas of Washington State and California and now across the country. We are also very grateful to the universities and large hospital systems that took up the charge to develop their own quality tests made available by new, new FDA guidance. This has resulted in expanded testing across New York, California, Washington, Colorado, and you see sometimes those drive-through options that have been made available through these high-throughput options. Following the meeting last week, major commercial laboratory equipment and diagnostic companies took immediate action to adopt and develop new testing systems. Last night, the initial company, Roche, received SDA, FDA approval, moving from request to development to approval in record time. This innovative approach centered fully on unleashing the power of the private sector, focusing on providing convenient testing to hundreds of thousands of Americans within short turnaround times. In less than two weeks together, we have developed a solution that we believe will meet the future needs, testing needs of Americans. I understand how difficult this has been. I was part of the HIV AIDS response in the 80s. We knew from, from first finding cases in 1981, it took us to almost 1985 to have a test. It took us another 11 years to have effective therapy. It is because of the lessons learned from that that we were able to mobilize and bring those individuals that were key to the HIV response to this response. I understand that a lot of this behind the scenes action over the last couple of weeks was invisible to the press and the American people. But this intense effort has not only resulted in innovative solutions, but an automated high throughput system bringing the availability of these quality coronaviral testing to the American people at unprecedented speed. Finally, I want you to know in South Korea, they did have a large number of tests available over the last several weeks. Their positivity rate is between 3 and 4 percent. With LabCorp and Quest expanded testing, their positivity rate is between 1 and 2 percent. So we want to also announce this new approach to testing which will start in the screening website up here, facilitated by Google, where clients and patients and people of interest can go, fill out a screening questionnaire, move down for symptoms or risk factors, yes. They would move down this and be told where the drive-through options would be for them to receive this test. The labs will then move to the high-throughput automated machines to be able to provide results in 24 to 36 hours. That is the intent of this approach. We have seen it work just in our own United States, and we want to bring this across the continent. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, I'd like to maybe have Tony, do you want to come up? You've become a, uh, a, I think everybody out here knows you pretty well, but Tony has been doing a tremendous job working long, long hours, and you've seen a lot happen, but this has been, uh, it's been a great experience, and working with you has been terrific. Tony, please. Thank you very much, Mr. President. Uh, this is an example of another example of what I've been referring to uh, in my discussions with many of you in the audience as a proactive, leaning forward, aggressive, trying to stay ahead of the curve. And what you've seen now with this order 
is that we're going to be able to remove the constraints so that people at the state, the local level, the individual physician, all the way up through the federal government will have as many constraints as possible removed for them to do everything they possibly can so that we can uh, implement the things that we've been talking about. The containment, the mitigation, so that as I've said many times, that curve that I refer to that goes up, we don't want to have that curve. We want to suppress it down to that small mound. And I think what we've done today is something that is going to be a very important element in having us be successful in doing that. We still have a long way to go. There will be many more cases, but we'll take care of that. And ultimately, as the President said, this will end. But what's going on here today is going to help it to end sooner than it would have. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tony. If I could, uh, some of these folks we know, they're celebrities in their own right. They're the biggest business people, the greatest retailers anywhere in the world. And one of them is Doug McMillan from Walmart. And I'd like to have Doug, if you would, say a few words, wherever you may be. Good, Doug, please. When we got the call yesterday from the White House, we were eager to do our part to help serve the country. And given what we're facing, that's certainly important to do. We should all be doing that. So we've been asked to make portions of our parking lot available in select locations in the beginning and scaling over time as supply increases so that people can experience the drive-through experience that the President described. We'll stay involved and do everything we can from a supply chain point of view to be of assistance. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it very much. I'll just stay right over here. And Richard, if you could come up, please. Richard, please. Walgreens, thank you. Yep. Thank, thank you, Mr. President. And similar to, uh, to Doug and Walmart, we're uh, happy to stand in here and help in communities all across America, because a lot of times when we have natural disasters, uh, our stores are a beacon in the community, and this situation is no different. So we look forward to partnering with the CDC, the administration, HHS, and the task force, and specifically to uh, the vice president's doing such a fantastic job. We're ready to engage and help. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great job. Thank, thank you very much. Brian Cornell, Target. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, please. Well, Mr. President, thank you for inviting us here today, along with our colleagues from Walmart and Walgreens and our partners at CVS. Normally, you'd view us as competitors, but today we're focused on a common competitor, and that's defeating the spread of the coronavirus. And we look forward to working with the administration to do our fair share to alleviate this growing threat. So. Thank you for including us today. In the near term, we're all committed to making sure we're keeping our stores open to serve the American consumer who's rapidly stocking up on household essentials, key food and beverage items that they need during this time, making sure we run safe stores and create an environment that's safe for our team members, making sure that they feel supported during this very critical time. So thank you for including thank us. Thank you very much. Great job. Great job. Is Tom here? Tom Poland? Tom? Tom Paul, please. Thank you, Mr. President. As uh, CEO of Becton Dickinson, we're one of the leading uh, providers of medical devices as well as collection uh, products uh, for testing of coronavirus. Uh, we were ramping up our manufacturing. All right, Bill Bunkley here. We're going to have to leave the press conference just for a couple of moments to get in a commercial break. Exciting news coming from the President of the United States. Uh, we'll have a recap of what you missed in the beginning and this commercial break. More of the President when we come back. Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. 
Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer spoke at a pro-abortion rally outside the Supreme Court on Wednesday. He said, quote, I want to tell you, Neil Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Brett Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions, unquote. Schumer was referring to a Louisiana case before the court that would require abortionists to have admitting privileges at hospitals. In a rare rebuke, Chief Justice Roberts called Schumer's remarks, quote, irresponsible and dangerous, prompting Schumer's office to accuse Roberts of bias. Schumer's office later said he was talking about the price Republicans would pay at the polls. Sure he was. If a Republican senator had threatened a liberal justice on the court, the media and Washington establishment would be full of condemnation. Threatening government officials of the United States is a felony, but Schumer won't have to pay any price. That's because he's a liberal Democrat. He's fine with 60 million dead babies and counting. Frankly, he's a disgrace. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Travel Cats travel experts announce brand new stay and play golf vacations at Sandals All-Inclusive Resorts. Play any of six prestigious courses across the Caribbean with complimentary green fees and transfers, including the Greg Norman Signature Course at Emerald Bay or Journey to Ireland and play on the Emerald Isle. Call Travel Cats to design your golf getaway. 35 Two two seven seven seventy three hundred travelcats.com that's travel you know spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year you may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing and salem surround can help we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1. Stream at letstalkfaith.com. Here we're back. We are going to bring you right back to the press conference in Washington, D.C. from the president. Let's listen in. 
Based on the price of oil, I've also instructed the Secretary of Energy to purchase, at a very good price, large quantities of crude oil for storage in the U.S. Strategic Reserve. We're going to fill it right up to the top, saving the American taxpayer billions and billions of dollars, helping our oil industry and making us even further toward that wonderful goal which we've achieved, which nobody thought was possible, of energy independence. It puts us in a position that's very strong, and we're buying it at the right price. And uh, that's something that uh, would have not even been possible a week ago. Uh, the price of oil went down quite a bit, so we're going to fill it up. It's a good time to fill it up. I'd like to ask Mike Pence to say a few words, please. BP. Thank you, Mr. President. It is um, this day should be an inspiration to every American because thanks to your leadership uh, from early on, not only are we bringing a whole of government approach to confronting the coronavirus, we're bringing an all of America approach. Uh, Mr. President, from early on, you took decisive action. You suspended all travel from China. You created travel advisories, South Korea and Italy. We screened all travelers from all airports in both of those countries. And on the unanimous recommendation of your health experts, uh, you, at midnight tonight, uh, will effectively suspend all travel uh, from Europe. And Americans that were returning will be screened uh, and asked to voluntarily participate in a 14-day quarantine. Throughout this process, Mr. President, you put the health of America first but you brought the best of America to address it. And it's not just at the federal level. As you said, Mr. President, we've been working with states across the country. We issued broad guidelines from CDC for every American. But this week, at your direction, we tailored specific recommendations from CDC for New York, Washington State, California, Massachusetts, and Florida. And we've been in continuous contact, as you said, with governors around the country. Mr. President, you have forged a seamless partnership with every state and every territory in this country to put the health of our nation first. But today, I, I trust that people around the country that are looking on at this extraordinary public and private partnership to address the issue of testing with particular inspiration. After you tapped me to lead the White House Corona Task Force, Mr. President, you said, this is all hands on deck. And you directed us to immediately reach out to the American business sector, commercial labs, to meet what we knew then would be the need for testing across the spectrum. And today, with this historic public-private partnership, we have laid the foundation to meet that need. And for Americans looking on, by this Sunday evening, we'll be able to give specific guidance on, a, on when the website will be available. You can go to the website, as the President said. You'll type in your symptoms and be given direction whether or not a test is indicated. And then at the same website, you'll be directed to one of these incredible companies that have, are going to give a little bit of their parking lot so that people can come by and do a drive-by test. And Mr. President, I want to join you in thanking Walmart and CVS and Target and Walgreens. These are companies that are synonymous with communities large and small where people come together, and now they're going to come together to meet the needs of the American public. These commercial laboratories, uh, uh, LabCorp and Quest and Roach, have just done an incredible job stepping forward and are going to literally make, literally make uh, uh, hundreds of thousands 
of tests available and being processed with results to patients in the very near future. But it's all a result of you tasking us with bringing together not just government resources, which all state labs can now test across the country, CDC is testing, but you said, Mr. President, that we wanted to bring all the resources of the country together, and that's what this partnership really means. You know, the truth is that we have coronavirus uh, cases now in 46 American states. And while the risk of serious illness of the coronavirus remains low, uh, we want to encourage every American to practice common sense, practice good hygiene, go to the CDC's website to see what the guidance is for your community or for the American people broadly. And as the President has said, it's especially important now that we look after senior citizens with chronic underlying health conditions. Last week, the President directed the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services to raise the standards at our nursing homes, increase inspections at our nursing homes. And today we're offering very specific guidance, which Seema Verma uh, will articulate about visitations at nursing homes. It's important to remember that they were there for us when we were growing up, Mr. President. They helped us with our homework. They tucked us in at night. They cheered us on as we pursued education, cheered us on in our careers. And now it's time for us to be there for them and to recognize that seniors with chronic health conditions are the most vulnerable and Americans can make a difference. So wash your hands, use common sense, look after the most vulnerable. And uh, Mr. President, I know I join you in saying that every American should be proud of this incredible public-private partnership that's going to be speeding access of testing uh, to millions of Americans in the weeks ahead. And together, as you've said many times, together we'll get through this. Together we'll put the health of America first. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, where's Seema? I'd like you to maybe uh, take that a step further, please, on nursing homes. Thanks. Thank you. Well, thank you to the president for the declaration. It allows. All right, we're going to bring it back in for a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. You've been listening to the Bill Bunkley Show. That was uh, Vice President Pence. He's at the press conference that uh, got underway about 30 minutes late uh, from President Trump, declaring a national emergency. But I am really excited. I'm pumped about uh, what's coming together. We'll bring you more of this press conference uh, just after the top of the break. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. perfect. Like millions of other hardworking Americans, you have a tax debt. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Option A, you can do nothing, which isn't a very good option. Eventually, the taxes will double or triple in size, and the bad news goes up from there. Or option B, you tackle it head-on with the folks at Stop IRS Debt. They've been helping people just like you for years and earned an A-plus rating for a reason. Their tax debt reduction strategies work. And now you can supercharge your results with the IRS Fresh Start program. Powerful new savings have been unlocked to dramatically reduce what you owe. So if you need your returns filed, a garnishment lifted, or just want to know your options, call Stop IRS Debt now and get your personalized savings plan. It's completely free, so don't wait. Call 800-484-9730 now to check for savings. That's 800-484-9730. 800-484-9730. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
Saying that outdated federal regulations have hampered the federal government's response to the coronavirus, President Trump has announced a national emergency in order to access funds and authority to meet multifaceted challenges. To unleash the full power of the federal government in this effort today, I am officially declaring a national emergency. Two very big words. The action I am taking will open up access to up to $50 billion of very importantly, very important and a large amount of money for states and territories and localities in our shared fight against this disease. The president also said he was giving Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar emergency authorities to waive federal regulations and laws to give doctors and hospitals flexibility in treating patients. Mr. Trump spoke as negotiations continue between the White House and Congress on an aid package. But there was no announcement of a breakthrough as House Democrats prepare to vote on their own measure Friday. Also at SRNews.com, prior to the president's remarks, House Speaker Pelosi announced that the House would be voting on the new coronavirus relief legislation. The three most important parts of this bill are testing, testing, testing. This legislation facilitates free coronavirus testing for everyone who needs a test including the uninsured. Meanwhile, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin earlier told reporters parts of the economy are doing just fine amid the virus outbreak. From the data I have from the credit card companies, what we've seen is, although travel spending is way down, uh, spending on supplies, food, medical, pharmacy has, has almost offset that in the short term. Ahead of the closing bell, the Dow is up over 1,600 points. This is SRN News. I'm doing it all, the water, the fiber, the exercise, but I still have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back. My doctor said I may have a chronic medical condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats adults with IBS with constipation. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor and learn more at Linzess.com. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call one 800 Sponsored by Allergan Pharmaceuticals and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. A new report on freedom of religion in Nicaragua. SRN's Michael Harrington reports. According to the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom, the government of Communist President Daniel Ortega has been punishing Christians for their support for reform in the country and free elections. The U.S. CIRF reports that some clergymen have had to flee the country and many believers have ceased to worship publicly. The State Department has recently raised concerns about an increase in persecution in several parts of Latin America. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Scores of human rights groups and Christian ministries have signed a letter to the president of South Korea. They are concerned that Moon Jae-in is downplaying human rights in his talks with North Korea in hopes of working out a peace deal to formally end the Korean War. It is officially illegal to be a Christian in North Korea, and the punishment is often death. This is SRN News. 
If you're concerned about the state of modern education, have you considered enrolling your child in a private Christian school? Go to ChristianTuitions.com and discover how to get 50% off your first year. Find a school near you at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool in South Tampa. When I think about Circle C's successes over the last 40 years, I think of Dreama, who loved drama and singing camp songs at the top of her lungs. Now she's a successful actor. Let Circle C Ranch help your child succeed in school and in life. Schedule a tour today at ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. And we're back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. We have been bringing you live uh, on uh, Faith Talk 570, 910, 102.1 in Lakeland, Winter Haven, 100.3. A press conference live from the Oval Office. I've got a lot to talk about, but the concluding remarks the press conference are happening. We're glad to have both AM 860, AM 930 with us. Let's take you right to the Rose Garden of the White House. Yesterday we talked to you in the Oval Office. You were opposed to it. What has happened since then, and, and what's the holdup on that? Well, we just don't think they're giving enough. We don't think the Democrats are giving enough. We're negotiating. We thought we had something, but... Uh, all of a sudden, they didn't agree to certain things that they agreed to. So uh, we th- could have something, but we don't think they're giving enough. They're not, uh, they're not uh, doing what's right for the country. And if I could ask Dr. Fauci. Go ahead, please. Thank you, Mr. President. You just mentioned um, waiving interest for student loans. Yeah. You talked about buying oil from the, uh, from the SPR or adding to the SPR. What other specific targeted measures is your administration thinking about taking the Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said today that you're just in the second inning of yeah, things that you well, might be undergoing? that's true. And we are looking at many different things, as you know. You know, some of them they have been written about very widely. But we're going to be releasing a paper in about two hours uh, stating quite a few other steps, very important ones. Please, go ahead. What, sir, if you wouldn't mind? Please, go ahead. Thank you so much, Mr. President. If you're just joining us, this is the Q&A session of a very important press conference that began about 3.30, 3.35 on the lawn of the Rose Garden at the White House. President and his team, let me tell you, absolutely, uh, I am so proud of what this team has done. And by the way, just to let you know, as I was monitoring the stock market, at about 3.35, when the president began the presentation of what I'm going to be reviewing in just a few moments, the stock market went from about eight to 900 points up to close at 1985.41, almost wiping out all the losses of Monday. The point I want to make is in the last 20 minutes before the close, the, the Wall Street just absolutely uh, just responded in, in a way in 20, 30 minutes I don't think I've ever seen. Let's take you back to the Rose Garden. I'll bring you up to date with the, the highlights of the president's comments uh, to this moment. Uh, let's, let's take it back to the president. If he had a problem, it was reported that he may have it, and he doesn't, fortunately. 
so yeah. much, Mr. President. Uh, Dr. Fauci said earlier this week that the lag in testing was, in fact, a failing. Do you take responsibility for that? And when can you guarantee that every single American who needs a test will be able to have a test? What's the date of that? Yeah, no, I don't take responsibility at all because we were given a, uh, a set of circumstances and we were given rules, regulations, and specifications from a different time. Uh, wasn't meant for this kind of uh, an event uh, with the kind of numbers that we're talking about. And what we've done is redesigned it very quickly with the help of the people behind me. And we're now in very, very strong shape. I think we'll be announcing, as I said, Sunday night. And uh, this will start very quickly. And we have, we'll have the ability to do uh, in the millions uh, over a very, very quick period of time. So, no. And what we have done, and we are going to be leaving a very Let me cut in for just a minute. The, uh, the president is talking about a website that Google is in the middle of development the last few days, expected to go live Sunday. If you think you have the coronavirus, you will go on this website, fill out a set of questionnaires, uh, a set of questions. Based on your answers, you will then be directed what to do, either just to stand down or to take the next step. Another big aspect of this is that Walgreens, uh, Walmart, CVS, Many of the retailers, and by the way, all the major health care companies in all sectors, all of them represented at this press conference this afternoon, what will happen is there will be tents set up all around the parking lots of Walmart, uh, like I said, Walgreens, Walmart, and then if you think you have the virus, you will get in your car. You won't go anywhere to expose other people. You will drive your car to one of these temporary receiving stations, say the Walmart parking lot. They will test you in your car. You won't have to get out. You'll have the results in 28 to 48 hours. That way you go back home and that we're not setting up a situation where you're going to be uh, exposing other people. And, again, when you get a chance to hear the entire scope of this press conference, how the entire public sector has come together, waiving governmental rules, and we're, we're going to be uh, going right now in the next day or two, absolutely impressive indeed. But let's take you back to the press conference. If I need to explain more as you're just joining us, I'll jump back in. ...into effect at midnight tonight, and the exemption that you've offered to the U.K. There are 17 countries that are in the so-called Schengen zone that have fewer coronavirus cases than the U.K., and just in the past 24 hours, the U.K. has added 208 coronavirus cases to their total. Why do they, Mr. President, deserve an exemption? And would you consider adding them to this travel ban list? Well, that was recommended to me by a group of professionals, and uh, we are looking at it based on the new numbers that are coming out, and we may have to include them in the list of countries that we will, uh, you could say, ban or whatever it is during this period of time. But, yeah, the numbers have gone up fairly precipitously over the last 24 hours, so we may be adding that. And we may be adding a couple of others, and we may, frankly, start thinking about taking some off. Go ahead. 
Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I'm a correspondent with Hong Kong Phoenix TV. Um, you have been mentioned. You have mentioned that the number in China has been decreasing. And China has made tremendous progress in the past weeks. Sure. I'm wondering how much confidence does this give you to control the virus in the United States? And do you see the data China has been sharing with the United States has been helpful? I think it has been helpful. We've been working very much with China. I've spoken, as you know, with President Xi. Uh, they went through hell, and uh, their numbers are starting to look very good. They're really, they're really looking very good. We're very happy about that. Uh, we are sharing data, yes. In fact, we're sharing quite a bit of data, including the fact that some of our pharmaceutical companies are working over there right now with large groups of people. Yeah, go ahead, please. Thank you, Mr. President. You spoke with uh, uh, Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau yesterday. Yes, uh, did you discuss the potential closing of the border between the Canada and the U.S.? And by extension, uh, are you considering ways to salvage the $2 billion daily trade between the two countries? So we didn't discuss the border. We've had a very good relationship. They're just about finished with the USMCA, as you know. He called, actually, he called me to tell me that. Uh, I think that was the primary reason for the call. At the time, his wife had not been diagnosed, and she's a lovely lady, wonderful lady, great lady. And uh, since then, I've heard, read that uh, the result was that she has it. And I was a little surprised. I think he was surprised also. We did discuss it prior to. Uh, she's going to be fine, but uh, uh, he thought that she would not most likely have the virus. Unfortunately, she does. But we didn't discuss the border yesterday, no. Go ahead, please. If you have any questions for these great geniuses up here, you should. Even a business question related to what we're talking about. Mr. President, Ross Palumbo from ABC News Miami. As a relatively new Floridian, what is your message today to the cruise line industry and the travel industry that Florida depends upon? And since uh, Senator Rick Scott and Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos Jimenez have the same exposure as you, and they are self-isolating. What's your message to them, that they shouldn't be? Well, I don't know that I had exposure, but I don't have any of the symptoms. And we do have a White House doctor, and I should say many White House doctors, to, frankly. Uh, and uh, I asked them that same question, and they said, uh, you don't have any symptoms whatsoever. And we don't want people without symptoms to go and do the test. The test is not insignificant. Uh, as far as the cruise line business, we're with them all the way. It's a great business. It's a great U.S. business, frankly. And uh, I know how important they are to the country. That includes airlines. But the cruise line business obviously was hit very hard. Uh, we had a tremendous success out in Oakland, where we moved it. Uh, Vice President Pence did a fantastic job with that. We worked with U.K. We worked with Canada. Uh, they took their people back in Canada. It was approximately 600 people. UK, likewise, took a large number of people back to the United Kingdom. And uh, we have people quarantined. It was a big operation, and it worked out really — you don't hear about it anymore. It worked out really well. You, Mike, you may even want to say something about that, because that was really done properly. Well, uh, thank you, Mr. President. And that, uh, that, that program with the Grand Princess, the ship, is continuing to be administered in uh, the highest standards, orderly way, as the President directed. And uh, Americans that needed treatment have received them. I spoke to the governor of Iowa today, and uh, 
Some of those who now have been cleared are, are able in proper supervision to be returning to Iowa. They're making arrangements for them to do that. Others in Texas, others in Georgia. Again, it's another example of the extraordinary cooperation. Governor Abbott, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, Governor Brian Kemp uh, of Georgia. But to add to that, the president uh, directed me last Saturday to travel uh, down to Miami. Uh, we met with all the leaders of the cruise line industry. Um, several cruise lines have announced uh, a 60-day pause uh, in operations. Uh, our uh, Department of Homeland Security has uh, praised them uh, for doing that because of the unique health challenges particularly presented uh, to seniors with underlying conditions. Uh, we have a proposal from the cruise line industry, but um, uh, they're currently considering what other steps that they might take, uh, perhaps even similar to what those other lines have taken. We're anticipating some response on that uh, in the next 24 hours. But as the President said, the American people cherish our cruise line industry, the men and women who work on the ships, men and women who work on the shore, all the economies that are so benefited by a vibrant cruise line industry. And what the President's directed us to do uh, is whether there, uh, whether there is a pause in the moment, as some cruise lines are doing, and as we all continue to discuss, we want to work with the cruise line industry to ensure that when we come through this, that cruise lines and the medical services that are available uh, and for the passengers and, and all of the crew, that, that, that cruise lines are safer than ever before and can prosper for many years to come. Go ahead, please. This question is for Drs. Uh, Fauci and Burke, Burks. Uh, Dr. Fauci, based on what you currently know, what is the trajectory for when this outbreak will peak? How long will the American people have to remain on this emergency footing? And for Dr. Burks, as the administration tries to get its arms around this test kit shortage issue, the next glaring need could be respirators and related hospital equipment. So what is the administration doing right now to ramp up production of respirators and, the, and that kind of equipment should this uh, outbreak persist? So when you have an outbreak like this, um, particularly if you're trying to interfere with it, it's really impossible to predict the time element of when it's going to peak and when it's naturally going to go down. So if you look at the situation where countries really did not get to the point of trying to contain and mitigate very well, you see a peak over several weeks and then down again over other several weeks. What we're trying to do with the efforts that we're doing is to blunt that peak. And I mentioned it many times, and I think it's important and appropriate for me to mention it again because it answers your question. When you talk about preventing infections from without in, which is the kind of travel restrictions we're talking about, then how do you handle what you already have in your country? You continue some sort of containment, but you also do mitigation. And you try to proportion it to the areas where there are the most infections. The success of that and how much you make this turn into this is going to give you the amount of time. If we're successful, it'll be All right, less. this is Bill Bunkley here, and we're doing something we don't normally do, and that is an extended coverage of the Q&A session of this important press conference. We'll bring you more as news is being made by the moment here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll pick it right back up when we get back. It's who I am. The 
next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at godvine.com. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for Him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Outer Maria from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. Do they have any problems with the drinking water? I always worry about the conditions of the water. I don't know if it has holes in the pipes. In winter, they get sick. They might get diarrhea. They might get a stomach ache. I believe that is because of the, the water conditions that they have. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673. 855-353-HOPE. Or give online at letstalkfaith.com. Joe, technician from Safe Light Auto Glass. My last customer was a busy mom with lots to do until she noticed a big crack in her windshield. She didn't want to drive with her baby in that car, so she scheduled online at safelight.com. No one makes replacing a windshield easier. Plus, she loved how SafeLight emails a photo of the technician so she knew who was coming to her house and how soon. Call 1-800-800-2727 or go to SafeLight.com. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. All right, Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. Uh, we're glad that all of you are with us this afternoon. We're taking the unprecedented step to give you extended coverage of the Q&A session of the very important press conference by President Trump, scheduled for 3 o'clock, actually got in the way about 3.30. President has called for a national emergency, uh, freeing up a lot of assets, including $50 billion to, uh, to uh, help the states, individual states. But I want to tell you, the, the most important part of this, this uh, press conference is the unprecedented uh, progress that's been made by almost every uh, major uh, player in the healthcare industry in America. Right now, they're in a Q&A session. When they conclude, I'll give you the highlights of uh, what's going to be happening in the next couple of days. Right. Uh, better. Right. better. Not 100 percent, but 90 percent. Right. Go ahead. This affects the elderly primarily, and in that sense, it's an unusual disease. Is any specific research being done as to why it affects our senior citizens more than others? So I, I don't mean to, to diminish your, your question, but we already know why it would affect senior citizens more. Because when you talk about anything that requires a robust immune system, as you get older, your immune system is not as potent as it is when you are young. And that's the reason why when you talk about even influenza, which we have extraordinary experience with over decades and decades, the people who are very vulnerable are the elderly and those with underlying conditions. The same thing holds true for a variety of other disease. Why cancer is more 
prevalent in some, in mostly in older individuals. Because the immune system that screens for it is less robust. So it really is something that is kind of well known over a lot of studies. Okay. OAN, please. OAN. Mr. President, the Chinese officials are expressing some tones of uh, discontent with how, uh, where the source of this virus has come from, and they're spinning some odd narratives. What are your response to the Chinese officials who are doing that, and have they signaled any kind of um, resistance to upcoming trade talks in uh, in response to how we're handling this no, virus? No, we have our deal with China. They're going to be buying $250 billion worth of goods and $50 billion from our farmers, and it's a great deal for our country. It's about time somebody did that. Uh, and frankly, uh, phase two will start negotiating. Uh, I did read one article, but I don't think that article was representative, certainly not in my conversations with President Xi. And they know where it came from. We all know where it came from. Thank you, Mr. President. Yemi Shalsunder from PBS yes. NewsHour. Um, my first question is, you said that you don't take responsibility, but you did disband the White House pandemic office, and the officials that were working in that office left this administration abruptly. So what responsibility do you take to that? And the officials that worked in that office said that you that the White House lost valuable time because that office wasn't disbanded. What do you make of that? Well, I just think it's a nasty question, because what we've done is, uh, and Tony had said numerous times that uh, we've saved thousands of lives because of the quick closing. Uh, and when you say me, I didn't do it. Uh, we have a group of people. I could I could ask perhaps my administration, but I could perhaps ask uh, Tony about that because I, I don't know anything about it. I mean, you say you say we did that. I don't know anything you, about it. You don't know We're about, spending, the, no, about I don't the reorganization know. It's, that it's happened the, at the National Security It's the administration. Council. Perhaps they do that. You know, people yeah, let they, people go. You used to be with a different newspaper than you are now. You know, things like that happen. But this was a, okay. this was an organization. Please, go ahead. We're doing a great job. Let me tell you, these professionals behind me and the, these great, incredible doctors and business people, the best in the world, and I can say that, whether it's retailers or, or labs or anything you want to say, these are the best in the world. We're doing a great job. Uh, we have 40 people right now, 40. Compare that with other countries that have many, many times that amount. And one of the reasons we have 40 and others have, and again, that number's going up, just so you understand and a number of cases which are very small, relatively speaking, it's going up. But we've done a great job because we acted quickly, we acted early. And there's nothing we could have done that was better than closing our borders to highly infected areas. Please, go ahead. Thank you, Mr. President. Vanessa Yaglish for NCN24 for all Latin American countries, yes, sure. and also for Spain, La Razón and Antenadres. I would like to ask you two very brief questions. One, um, for how long we're gonna have the um, emergency, the, I mean, the national emergency and... I hope not long, but it's there now, and it gives tremendous powers uh, for things that we need. Tremendous power, actually, and uh, the Stafford Act and various other things that we're involved with and uh, have studied and memorized in so many different ways and forms. It gives uh, the kind of uh, power that we need to get rid of this virus, and we're going to do it very quickly, and I hope we won't need it very long, but whatever it takes. 
So for now, we still don't know for how long. And I, something very important I wanted to ask you is like, how do you think, do you really think it's essential coordinating with other countries and learning from the lessons that they already suffer, these same situation yeah. countries, of course, like China and South Korea, but now recently, yeah. Italy and Spain. Well, and Italy's how is that coordination done? Italy Thank you so much, Mr. Very, Mr. Yeah, we're in touch with Italy and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a country that we love. We have tremendous millions and millions of uh, people originally origins from Italy and uh, we're working with them they're in a very uh, they're in probably relatively speaking the toughest position of all uh, we're in touch with everybody we're in touch with when I say everybody we're in touch with uh, many of the countries that you know about that you're writing about and they're calling us asking for advice they're asking for the advice of the people behind me uh, Italy's got a tough situation, but they're, they're really, uh, they have really clamped down. I think they're going to see some very good results. It's tough what they did. They really took their medicine, but uh, they're going to see some much better results. Yeah, Jeff. Thank you, sir. Uh, with regard to domestic travel, should Americans feel safe or should Americans at all be traveling to states such as Washington State, New York, uh, and other hot spots within this country? And a follow-up on Brazil, uh, you're asking people who come back from, Ameri from Europe, Americans who are coming back from uh, Europe, to self-quarantine for a couple weeks. You were in a picture with somebody who now has coronavirus from Brazil at Mar-a-Lago. How is that different? Well, I'll tell you, first of all, I'm not coming back from someplace. But you uh, were exposed. We, uh, there was somebody that they say has it. I have no idea who he is, but I take pictures and it lasts for literally seconds. I don't know the gentleman that we're talking about. I have no idea who he is. I haven't seen the picture. I said there's a picture of somebody, but I take sometimes hundreds of pictures a day. And that night I was taking hundreds of pictures, so I just don't know. Now, I did sit with the president for probably two hours, but he's uh, tested negative, so that's good. It's just a matter please, of... And the, the domestic go ahead, please. Uh, I would say uh, if you stay home, uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Now, there are certain parts of the country that are essentially have no have zero problem. Uh, Washington's been very tough, in particular a nursing home. And but Washington, the state of Washington, has been very tough. It's been a big percentage of, when you talk about the 40 deaths, it's been a big percentage of the deaths, as you know very well. And uh, they all came from a very a certain area, unfortunately. Please, go ahead. All right, we're going to bring it back in. This is Bill Bunkley with The Bill Bunkley Show. We have uh, taken the unprecedented steps to let you listen in uh, to this press conference. We've been airing it live since about 3.30, 3.35. They're in an important Q&A session. Going to take a time out. We'll check in with SRN News. More of The Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Saying that outdated federal regulations have hampered the federal government's response to the coronavirus, President Trump has announced a national emergency in order to access funds and authority to meet multifaceted challenges. The president also says he was giving Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar emergency authorities to waive federal regulations and laws to give doctors and hospitals flexibility in treating patients. New York has opened its first drive-through coronavirus testing center in a hard-hit suburb. Aiming to overcome a lag in testing, Governor Andrew Cuomo called a crisis. 
The six-lane testing center will initially handle 200 people a day, with priority given to residents of New Rochelle. Stocks have clogged back from some of the recent losses. The Dow gained 1,985 points today. The Nasdaq was up 672. This is SRN News. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-279-1414. That's 800-279-1414. 800-279-1414. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. And if I have to go into foreclosure, what are the implications of, since that house is not in my trust, can they attach a lien against the trust? All right, well, the general answer is if you own it and you control it and it's all for your benefit, it's reachable by a creditor unless it's exempt. Ask an attorney, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife if you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first class cruise ship the week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports as laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to god's word as a compass for our time together For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at com. And we're back, Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. We are monitoring an ongoing press conference in the Rose Garden of the White House. Uh, Vice President Pence has been speaking, but we're now in the Q&A session. And uh, because of the importance uh, of this uh, press conference declaring a national emergency, we are bringing you the extended uh, question uh, Q&A session uh, for all of our uh, education. Let's go back to the Rose Garden of the White House. 
with President Trump. Um, it's not a tube of blood. So they've delivered that to doctors' offices and hospitals, and then they will arrange to pick that up. The important piece in this all is they've gone from a machine that may have a lower throughput to the potential to have automated extraction. I know you don't want all these details, but it's really key for the laboratory people. It's an automated extraction of the RNA that then runs in an automated way on the machine with no one touching it, and the result comes out at the other end. So sample to machine to results. That cuts out a lot of the manual pieces that were happening that were delaying the test results. And so with that, what's the timeline like from when you're tested to when you get results? Like next week, what should people expect? Well, with the prior testing, it was taking several days because the test is slower. We believe with this test, because of its throughput, that the testing can be from start, remember it has to transport, to the laboratory that will run it. And then we're hoping that all can be finished within 24 hours, which is very similar to other tests that you receive today. These are not point-of-care tests. We are working on point-of-care tests, but we have to realize point-of-care tests take six months or more to develop. So we're not waiting for those. We're still diagnosing this on nucleic acid. So it's an antibody. This is actually the antigen, the, the actual virus in your nose that we're amplifying. I think you have to remember, though, we're working very closely with states, and so you have a smaller form and more targeted form of government going in and doing it, uh, like in New York, where uh, the relationship is very good, like Gavin Newsom, where uh, he made some very complimentary, that's California, he made some really complimentary comments the other day about how we're working together. We worked on the ship together, but we worked on a lot of other things together having to do with this. And uh, we're, we're really, the relationship that we have, I can't think of a bad relationship. Uh, we're helping them. Uh, we're funding them in some cases, depending on what it is you're talking about. And we're all working together very closely. So we've done, uh, really, I think, a tremendous job of, uh, of teamwork with the different states. All right, one or two more. And if you have, if you have questions for these folks, does anybody have a question for the folks up here? Who has a question up here? You have? Okay, go ahead. If you have a question, go ahead. Thank you. I have one for you as well. I, I thought. I, I know <laughs> no, but I do was. have one for them because I, I haven't waiting, heard this I was waiting yet. for that. Go ahead. Because I haven't heard this Ask yet. Ask them first, please. Yes, I will. Okay, with regards to the CEOs, can you please tell us when you expect to see items like hand sanitizer that have been going out of stock very quickly back on the shelves? There have been uh, a lot of reports about that. And for you, Mr. President, could you talk about a potential bailout for the cruise industry? You had suggested that could happen. Is that something you're still looking at? And how much would that be? Well, I didn't suggest that it could happen, but I can tell you it's an industry that was very badly impacted by what's going on with the virus. And uh, it's a great industry. It's a very important industry. And we will be helping them, and we will be helping the airline industry if we have to, assuming we have to. So far, people haven't been asking. But if they should be asking, we'll uh, — we want to make sure our airline is very strong. And then one day, and one day, all of a sudden, uh, wasn't looking so good. Interestingly, we were just talking, I was talking to Doug, and uh, the numbers they're doing from the retailing standpoint, I guess because of this, your business is like the opposite. All of you have been, you've been selling a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff. Do you want to answer the question as to the hand sanitizers? Sure. 
Yeah, specifically, the areas where we're seeing pressure in the supply chain are surface cleaners, cleaning supplies, paper goods in particular. Hand sanitizer is going to be very difficult to have 100% in stock on for some time. We're still replenishing it and shipping it, but as soon as it hits the stores, it's going. The same thing's true for the categories I just mentioned. So all the retailers will be working hand-in-hand -hand with the suppliers to bring that to the market as fast as we can. What is your advice, though, for Americans who are seeking those items? What is your advice? They're selling out online. They're selling out in the stores. I think, I think this team has given you other examples of what people can do to fight back against this virus, and you should look at the entire list. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, please. I mean, obviously it sounds very simplistic, but wash your hands as often as you possibly can. And I know you're not always in a position to be able to wash your hands, uh, but wash them as, as much as you can. If you don't have the the alcohol wipes, try and get them. If you can't get them, just try as best as possible to do it. I mean, you got to do the best you can. Alex, please. Well, no, just general preparedness. You know, uh, you want to wash your hands. You want to keep distance from people. And if you're around someone sick, just keep away from them. This is basic, basic public health. Now, these guys are selling a lot of toilet paper. I don't know there seems to. Tony, do you need to give some guidance that, <laughs> that, uh, that toilet paper is not an effective protection against getting the coronavirus? Um, they're selling out. Um, but the uh, it, it, soap and water, hot water, soap, 20 seconds, that's how you do it. Okay, one more. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, over here, behind you. Behind you. Thank you very much, Mr. President. You have a great team, of course. That's true. My Thank question you. is, Mr. President, are you happy from the Chinese response, what correctly really told you what really happened those days? And second, Prime Minister Modi or India have closed borders until April 15th, if you have spoken with the Prime Minister of India and if they have needed any help. And finally, sir, any message for the small businesses because they are losing some businesses because of this? Thank you, sir. Well, on small businesses, the Small Business Administration is now stacked with money to help them, and we're going to make the money readily available if they need it, small businesses. Uh, we had a great time in India. It was an incredible two days, and he's a great friend of mine, and he's a friend of his people because he was greeted incredibly warmly, as was I, in that stadium. It was an incredible event, and I loved being with him, so just say hello to him. But uh, we, uh, we talked about everything. We talked about far more than just borders. And as far as President Xi, likewise, he's a friend of mine. Uh, I believe that uh, we are dealing in good faith, that we just uh, worked a as you know, and as I just said, he, we just worked a, an incredible deal, big deal, one of the biggest deals ever made of any kind, uh, big even by the standards of some of the people here that deal with China. But I think that uh, they want to get to the bottom of things also. We're working, our drug companies, our pharmaceutical companies are working very closely with China and with India, as you know, and with uh, all over the world. And they're all over the world. These are magnificent companies that are very, very knowledgeable. And it's we're very lucky to have them because I think you're going to come up with whether it's therapeutic or whether it's uh, just help, help in getting better, and then ultimately a vaccine, which takes a little bit longer because of the test periods and a couple of other reasons. Uh, you're going to have it very quickly because of the, the great knowledge. And they'll have it very quickly. They've made a tremendous amount of progress. Thank you all very much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, there you have it. Those are the concluding remarks of President Trump. Uh, this was a press conference, uh, and right now it's about 4.42, so probably just over an hour. 
Started off in the Rose Garden. It was scheduled for 3 o'clock. Didn't get underway till about 3.30. But um, this is a very, very significant, historic um, press conference, not only for the nation, but, of course, for President Trump. What we learned this afternoon is that there has been, over the last several days, a significant amount of uh, collaboration and cooperation not only with the national health sectors of the federal government along with the individual states, but it it looks to be an unprecedented uh, cooperation with private industry in just about every aspect of health care. Now, there's a lot that I could go into, but we have limited time. Let me give you the gist of what's going to happen. Number one, uh, there was a seri- when the president uh, announces a national security, uh, a, a, a national emergency, what that does is free up a lot of funds, like I explained yesterday when Governor DeSantis uh, called for the state uh, emergency. Now, what happens is, and what's been happening the last few days, Normally, there's a lot of rules. There's a lot of regulations when it comes to testing anything that has to do with health care. Obviously, we have been in the need of not only just testing kits, but sophisticated testing kits that have uh, uh, what we hope, what they see will be a higher reliability than those that have been used, say, in South uh, South Korea or in China. And so... With waiving those rules, these kits have been developed, the new kits have been developed in a matter of days, and there's going to be a half a a billion kits uh, on the market here uh, to be used in just a few days. So keep in mind that the, the, the private industry that has stepped up in terms of the research labs, getting all this done is, is just absolutely incredible. Now let's go to another phase of the private sector. You know that you've heard me discuss the fact that we want you to call the hotline or we want you to call your health department. And certainly before you go anywhere, if you think you have any symptoms, if you were going to go to the hospital, call the ER first because I can tell you there's protocols that they don't want you, if you were exposed to the virus, exposing other people. And in fact, people in many emergency rooms right now in hospitals, they've been kept six feet apart. So here's what we're going to be doing. Uh, We expect that Sunday night, Google, one of the private sectors that have stepped forward, Google has the massive capacity for uh, a lot of users going to one place at one time. They're going to have a website that will come up if you think that you have been exposed to the coronavirus, you will go to this website and you will go down and answer a series of questions. At the conclusion of those series of questions, uh, that website will tell you, uh, well, if you need to get immediate help, if you need to self-quarantine, it's going to give you that direction. Now, what's important is if, if you are indicated that you need to have a test, remember How we can get ahead of of this curve that's going straight up is we need everyone who possibly gets exposed to it to not expose other people. So what you will do in a few days, you will get in your car. Once you do the questionnaire, you'll get in your car. And quite frankly, you're going to probably drive to your local Walmart 
your local Walgreens or CVS, those that have an adequate parking lot, because there's going to be uh, like mash tents set up in the parking lot. You will pull up. You will be tested for the coronavirus in your car, That and, and they'll, they'll have the appropriate hazmat suits or whatnot of those that are working with you. You'll do the test. You won't get out of the car. You'll drive back home. And they're, they're, they're trying to get to the point that where it's a 24-hour turnaround on test results, maybe 48. But in that way, you can come and get tested and take the next step. That's why the role that we are playing by you see how everything's been canceled for the next week or two. And the reason is that right now we're at that point in time with the spread the epidemic part of it, if we can keep people home and keep ourselves away from other people while this thing has been incubating, we could drastically reduce that line going up uh, in terms of new cases, and we can really potentially keep this down. That's why it's exciting to hear what we heard today. What a comprehensive plan. And by the way, when I come back, the stock market reacted by by going up 1,000 points just in 20, 25 minutes to the close as the president unveiled this brand new exciting proposal. I'm Bill Bunkley. More in a moment. Be right back. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device call vivant now and get a free quote professional installation and full smart home service for as little as two dollars per day equipment purchase or service agreement required conditions apply call now a smart home is a safer home so protect your family and your property home or business with a vivant smart home system call 800-311-6855 800-311-6855 that's 800-311-6855 800-311-6855 
Hey, one of my first gifts as a new Florida resident was a beautiful star on my windshield, courtesy of the Howard Franklin Bridge. But my friends at the office here told me to go to Auto Glass America. Wow. Auto Glass America took care of everything, from the paperwork with my insurance company to installing the windshield. They came to the studios. In less than an hour, they put in a brand new windshield while I was doing the radio show. Wish everything was this easy. When you hear stone hitting glass and the windshield star appears, call 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life, he gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. What a um, what a filled uh, two hours we've just had with uh, the president uh, declaring a national emergency. But uh, then uh, I, I must tell you that. Uh, with all of the leaders of the industry from all aspects of healthcare coming together, uh, and this is going to be uh, now a partnership between the federal government and the private sector. Uh, for me, it's a proud day to be an American. I'm proud of uh, I'm proud of my president. I'm proud of the president's team, and uh, I want I just want to tell you that whether you're a Democrat, Independent, or Republican. If you have a half mind about you, and I'm going to be very direct, we all have to be rooting for the president. We all have to be uh, rooting for uh, the president's team, which is our team, which is a bipartisan team of the top health care officials that oversee affairs in this country. We all must be hoping, praying, asking the Lord that as we find out more what God's plan is, that uh, that the president would have great success, that the plans being implemented would be very successful plans. And so um, uh, in the time we have left, uh, just, just not enough time to review everything, but uh, you are going to see a, a massive rollout in the next two or three days. And when you see in just a matter of a handful of days, 
what we've put together, what they put together, uh, and as this thing gets executed, it is amazing. The president was real, real candid at the beginning. You know, the current rules that we have for infectious disease, none of those rules were designed for something that popped up so quick, was expanding so aggressively, and where it was heading. And though they began following the rules and the protocols that have been in place for a long, long time, well, while they've been on the run, while they've been on the uh, trying to evaluate where this is at, they have changed the rules on the run, and uh, that is something that you almost never get a chance to see or experience with a federal bureaucracy. That gives you a little bit of an idea of what I think is uh, President Trump's um, what he brings to the office. As I'm trying to, to catch a breath, we were going to bring you uh, also the governor's press conference. Uh, most of what the governor shared uh, was shared by the president. Uh, programming note, of course, coming up in just a moment uh, on the answer stations, Jay Sekulow Live will be along. Uh, however, on uh, the the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, I'm going to be talking to uh, Paul Batera, Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. And we're going to be talking about not only the virus itself, but communication. What has been the challenge trying to communicate among this team that's been put together for the president? How they put together a message and what to say? Going to be a fascinating discussion with Paul Batour. That's coming up on our Fate Talk stations. You can download our app at Fate Talk 570-910 and load that up and listen in. Or go to our website at letstalkfaith.com. Uh, we'll talk about that. Then, well, we'll talk a little bit about two movies coming out, but also how the movie theaters have been affected, especially for movies opening up this weekend in the next few weeks, as, quite frankly, we should not be going to a theater with other people. Uh, Evie Bear Carroll is going to be with us uh, with Movie Guide, and we will broach that subject. And also, just as a programming reminder, I was, uh, next week is spring break for all of the schools, including my son Zachary's school. Um, we had, uh, I was scheduled to be on vacation next week, all through spring break, and uh, to spend that time with our family, and Mrs. Buckley has taken the vacation time off as well. Uh, just to let you know that uh, I have changed uh, my plans, I've been praying about it, considering it. And um, and what has uh, been this past week and the coming week, uh, probably one of the most important reasons why we are here on our Faith Talk channel, why we are here for our answer stations. Uh, and so uh, I have uh, rescinded my vacation of next week. Uh, we'll be rescheduling uh, that time for a few weeks down the road. So uh, I will be here next week each and every afternoon. Uh, between 3 and 6, and because of the fact that this is the the few days where this may peak and uh, may grow exponentially, as well as uh, the time where our hospitals may be filling up um, with, with with the timing and, and the multiplication here, just want to tell you that uh, I've just been really led to uh, be at my post for next week. So we'll continue to hopefully be a, a voice of reason. And we'll also give you uh, the best that, that we can in terms of uh, keeping you up to date with things you need to know both locally around the state and, of course, uh, here in America and around the world.
So we'll do our best to keep you up to date. Remember, you can go right now to our special website on our answer stations. It's, it's at theanswertampa.com. Uh, for um, our Sarasota station, that's theanswersarasota.com, or at letstalkfaith.com. All three, go and log on. Check out the top information bar. You will see coronavirus. Click on that. We'll have we have right now everything up to date. It will be up to date 24/7, middle of the night, wherever you need it. We're here for you, and we've got that information. So, going to take a time out, and of course, I look forward to being with you all next week. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to that whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673-855-353-HOPE. Or give online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump declared the coronavirus pandemic a national emergency today. The emergency decree will open up $50 billion for state and local governments to respond to the outbreak. He also issued an edict to hospitals. I'm also asking every hospital in this country to activate its emergency preparedness plan so that they can meet the needs of Americans everywhere. The hospitals are very engaged. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, says these measures should help fight the spread of the disease. What we've done today is something that is going to be a very important element in having us be successful in doing that. We still have a long way to go. There will be many more cases, but we'll take care of that. And ultimately, as the president said, this will end. But what's going on here today is going to help it to end sooner than it would have. Wall Street liked what it heard from the president. Stock surged, recouping much of a historic plunge after President Trump announced new measures to fight the coronavirus. The Dow Jones Industrial Average jumped 1,985 points, or 9.4 percent, its best gain since October 2008. Stocks doubled their gains in the last half hour as Trump made his remarks. American airstrikes were launched in the aftermath of missile attacks on the Taji military base in Iraq yesterday, which killed American and British servicemen. CENTCOM Commander General Frank McKenzie briefs reporters on the reason for the airstrikes in Iraq. In response to this attack on an Iraqi base that hosts coalition forces supporting the Iraqi fight against ISIS, we carried out precision defensive strikes to degrade and destroy advanced conventional weapons that have been provided to Khatib Hezbollah by their Iranian backers. On Wall Street again, the Dow up by 1,985 points, the Nasdaq rose 673 the S&P advanced 230 and oil up a dollar 87. 
3337 a barrel. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states and MLS number 3030. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine and Mercy Me's Bart Miller. Now we have an artist who's had 32 number one singles. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. In theaters now. They're getting married. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Based on the inspiring true story. He chose to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. I still believe. I still believe. Starring KJ Appa, Britt Robertson, Shania Twain, and Gary Sinise. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Now play. Go to IStillBelieveMovie.com. Help for churches as election season heats up. Alliance Defending Freedom, a Christian legal group, has released a guide to let pastors and congregations know what they can and cannot do in relation to the big vote. Five Things to Know, a legal guide for churches, tackles such issues as sermons and speeches, general education of voters, use of church facilities, lobbying, and financial support. ADF spokesman Ryan Tucker says, quote, churches have a unique opportunity to make their voices heard in the public square. Michael Harrington, SRN News. At the behest of the United Nations, religious leaders in Iraq have produced an interface statement on ISIS and its victims. The statement condemns the Islamic terror group for its attacks on Iraqi Christians and moderate Muslims and praises those who resisted ISIS during the years that it controlled large segments of the country. International Christian Concern is welcoming the statement, but also points out that persecution of Christians remains a problem in Iraq. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. From the creators of I Could Only Imagine and Mercy Me's Bart Miller. Now we have an artist who's had 32 number one singles. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. In theaters now. They're getting married. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Based on the inspiring true story. He chose to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. I still still believe. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Shania Twain, and Gary Sinise. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Now play. Go to IStillBelieveMovie.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. 
You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back. It's Friday afternoon. That means it's time for Focus on the Family if it's uh, just a little bit after straight up 5 o'clock. Hey, we're glad that you're with us this afternoon. And believe me, with all of what is happening and how our lifestyles have totally been transformed, and by the way, if your lifestyle hasn't been transformed right here in West Central Florida, it will be uh, possibly in a matter of minutes. But you know what? As we have been uh, talking about all week, and you've been hearing it from my lips, and that is uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is in control. And this didn't catch him by surprise. And there's a lot of opportunities that are availing themselves to us uh, and not just the ones that are the urgent emergency ones. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of opportunity for us in terms of individuals and maybe some of our personal growth and opportunity to share the gospel. And uh, today I want to talk uh, about that uh, with, uh, quite frankly, an expert in communication. And uh, Paul Batora is Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family, and uh, he's joined me on several occasions. And I guess on a day like this, Paul Batora, we are glad that you are back with us. Well, Bill, that's super kind of you. And I guess, you know, when, when times of trouble come, who better to be with than family? And Focus on the Family hopes to be there to help you and your listeners. And we're, we're, we're carrying on. This, this too shall pass. But right now, we're really in the middle of it. Mm. Now, we have uh, been promoting uh, a very special conference for Focus on the Family that was scheduled to be here in just a few days in Clearwater. It's called Wait No More, and uh, we probably have some breaking news for some of the folks in the area, particularly those who are very interested in uh, uh, being a biblical obedient to taking care of widows and orphans, more specifically the the number of kids in the Florida foster care system that need a, a good home, hopefully a temporary home, and then those that need a, a permanent home and a forever home through adoption. Uh, Paul Batura, announcement has ju- the decision has just been made here uh, just the last few hours. Tell us a little bit about what's going to happen with this conference. Yeah, thanks for asking about that, Bill, and for all the support that you've lent uh, to the effort, um, you know, due to the uh, situation and the the virus and the outbreak and the quarantining, we've made the difficult decision, but I think the right decision to postpone the event. Um, you know, it, it's a heartbreaker for us because, you know, the virus or not, the kids still need homes and children are on those waiting lists. And we'll be back and we'll find an alternative date because, as uh, as we all know, this is a huge need and uh, we're very excited to um, do what we can to encourage churches and families to pray about how they might uh, open their homes and, and help uh, help reach those kids in need. But we'll, we'll certainly be doing it. It's just going to have to uh, be uh, down the road a little bit. All right. And again, if you're just tuning in or as you've been hearing me share about the Wait No More conference, um, all of you have probably been hearing just announcement after announcement. Yesterday, I couldn't even keep up with all the cancellations. This does not surprise me, um, and I agree it is the right thing to do. And so for those of you who are going to be joining us at Calvary Church in Clearwater for the Wait No More Conference and 
uh, at the end of the month. Uh, that, along with all other activities, have uh, been canceled. And so um, we'll uh, wait to see um, what, um, obviously, when the dust settles and uh, all the organizations from sports to entertainment to schools to, to ministries like Focus, uh, once we uh, get past what we call this curve and uh, we start getting to the point where we believe China is today, then we'll be hearing more about the, all of the reschedulings. And uh, as the American culture gets back to being the American culture, uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be waiting for those announcements from uh, Focus on the Family. Now, so, Paul, we were going to talk about working through this and, and with you and your expertise in communication now, obviously, Wednesday, when people were told this was a pandemic, uh, that's a very serious term. And then, as we have been experiencing almost everything in our life coming to a screeching halt, uh, especially for non-believers, this could be an extremely fearful, worrisome time. And also for believers, talk a, a little bit about how we should begin to process this from a biblical worldview. Yeah, it's an unsettling time. There's no doubt about it, believer or not. But I think as believers, we're equipped um, uniquely to realize that, uh, as you mentioned, that the Lord remains in control. None of this comes uh, at all a uh, surprise to him. And, and we need to just work our way through it. Um, you know, when talking with your kids, I think, you know, you need to stay informed. You need to stay up on the news. But maybe turn down the the constant barrage of news because, as we know, noise makes news, and this is a this is a major story that can unsettle even adults and especially kids. Uh, I don't think you should withhold it from the kids, but I think you should at least talk to them in age appropriate terms and um, assure them that uh, you're uh, they're going to be all right, and you're going to be all right, and um, it will it will be a matter of time before we get through this. This is not a the end of life as we know it or anything like that. Um, but I, I do think I was uh, reading an old C.S. Lewis essay uh, earlier, and he was. this is from the 1940s. He's talking about the atomic age, and I found it interesting. Someone said if you just replace the word atomic with coronavirus, he talked about um, being sensible, but going on with your daily work, praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, giving the children baths, um, and just don't be like frightened sheep, he said, thinking all about the A-bomb. And I think you could replace that again. Don't just constantly think about the coronavirus. Life goes on. Prayer continues. Scripture reading continues. Time with family. And maybe this is a time to press the reset button. You'll have extra time with your clan and make the most of it. Make the best use of it. It may not never come this way again, this way, hopefully, but um, there's always uh, good things to be found in even the most difficult circumstances. Mm. Now, Paul Bator, many people have shared with me, boy, this really seems like 9-11, post-9-11. And in many ways, it does seem that way. But two things I'd like you to comment on. Number one, uh, here in Florida, um, we've just been uh, notified by the CDC last night. Our governor has followed up that, uh, for instance, my son uh, is going on spring break next week. Uh, the CDC has advised uh, schools in Florida to not plan on coming back from spring break. So that means we may have, uh, uh, well, spring break for us starts this week. So 
we don't come back in a week from uh, Monday, then that's another week, possibly two more weeks. We've got some extended time. But the other thing is, in 911, people flocked to church. And, and if it were not here in Florida and around the nation, the fact that this is, a, 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 this is an epidemic that we're trying to keep the numbers down, I can tell you that the governor has also asked for churches not to meet. And uh, uh, we've got several churches uh, already announced. I expect more in the next day or so. And so instead of us going to church, we're going to have to stay away from church. Talk about that and the differences and the fact that this is going to be not just a day or two. We're going to have to maybe hunker down for several days, especially here in Florida. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's right. And I think uh, it, it could very well be appropriate in, in, in a lot of circumstances. But, you know, as, as you and I know, Bill, the church is a, the world looks at a church as a building. They drive by it. They see it. And I think that's the church. You and I know the church is a lot bigger than a building. It doesn't have walls. It's part of the neighborhood. Um, I think there is, again, a grand opportunity here to um, perhaps worship uh, differently. Some churches will do online worship, and I think that's great. Um, there's a, a plethora of messages you could track online, look them up on YouTube, your favorite pastor, your, your own pastor may be preaching online. Um, but, you know, I think of all the people who are very uh, much in a vulnerable position, and I think of the elderly people in my neighborhood, and I'm planning on reaching out to all of them and asking, how can we help? Can we go to the store, pick up medicine for you if you need to stay inside? There's just ways that the church can be the church without having to worry about worshiping within the walls. And, you know, America is, has been, uh, Christians are great at rising to the occasion, and I think we're, we're beginning to see it already, and I think we'll be pleased uh, with in the end, although it will be difficult, no doubt, um, going through it. But again, to keep perspective, this is a virus. It's not, um, you know, it, it has a fatality rate that's disturbing, but at the same time, most people who get it recover from it, and that's just, and, and a lot of people won't ever get it. So I think just not to panic. Um, easier said than done, but as believers, I think we can, we can hold fast to that. And we're even learning now that there may may be some folks who will get it and uh, it won't progress and they won't ever really know that they had it. And so uh, uh, there's all sorts of different dynamics here. Paul Batura is uh, Vice President of Communications with Focus on the Family. And if you're just joining us, we want to uh, make the reannouncement that the Wait No More conference that was scheduled later this month in Clearwater uh, sponsored by Focus on the Family, has been canceled and will be rescheduled. Uh, you know, we got just a couple of minutes left, and then, uh, of course, you're going to hold over for the next segment. When we talk about the ministering opportunities, not only if I've been telling my audience every day, you know, everybody's asking, hey, what's going to happen? Christians have a great opportunity to share their Christian worldview and hopefully their peace and uh, their their non-worrisome sort of uh, demeanor. And when you add to that the opportunity to uh, check on our seniors around our neighborhoods, boy, I tell you what, in these coming days, what, what many think is uh, such a, a horrible situation, it's certainly we can see some good in it already. We can, and I think you'll see that um, uh, certainly, and I think you already are. I think pastors are stepping up, reaching out, and you know you can minister to people over the phone, make a phone call, write an email. Um, help in your neighborhood. Uh, again, those are major things. One of the things, Bill, I'm, I'm super excited about, I've been hearing a lot about the elderly 
um, and because of their vulnerability. That's not a good thing because you hate to have them extra vulnerable, but it's nice to hear the media acknowledge their value and the fact that um, you know they're often dispensed and, and irrelevant and considered that. But I'm glad to hear a lot of talk about them because they're they're a treasure and we need to protect them and we need to we need to honor them by uh, serving them as best we can. Mm. Now we're going to talk more with Paul Batura, and of course he is vice president of communications with Focus on the Family. And when we come back, you know we're seeing how important communication really is. And uh, to some degree, we are in such uncharted territory because we have a a changing paradigm almost moment by moment. Uh, We have experts that are trying to make their best guess uh, based on scientific research. Many of those are also incorporating prayer and asking for uh, the Lord and the Holy Spirit to guide. We'll talk about that more in a moment with, uh, well, the communications expert from Focus on the Family, Paul Batura. I'm Bill Bunkley. He'll be back in just a moment. Don't go away. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. After Super Tuesday, the choice for president narrowed to three well-known and very elderly candidates. By the time of November's election, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and Bernie Sanders will range in age from 74 to 79. Whoever wins will qualify as the oldest president ever inaugurated. The decisive advantage for Trump, Bernie, and Biden involves their name recognition. Even before he ran the first time, Trump's decades of celebrity status gave him decisive advantages, since most citizens pay scant attention to politics and instinctively prefer a familiar figure to names you don't recognize. That's particularly true at a time when most voters perceive the country's doing well or at least holding its own. In that context, familiarity reliably trumps advanced age. I'm Michael Medved. Alliance Defending Freedom, protecting your First Amendment liberties. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. We were made to be courageous. We were made to lead the way. We could be the generation that finally breaks the chains. We were made to be courageous. 
Hey, welcome back, Bill Bunkley, on this Friday afternoon and a very important segment uh, this week with Focus on the Family. Paul Batora, who is uh, Vice President of Communications for Focus, is my guest this afternoon, and I count him as a great friend. Well, think about Focus on the Family, and if you're just joining us, the um, conference stated for uh, later uh, this month, uh, Wait No More in Clearwater, uh, that has just been announced by Focus. It will be canceled, and part of that decision is what Paul was involved with as communications, uh, Vice President of Communications. But Paul, I wanted to engage you because here we have a virus that started in another country, a country that wasn't forthcoming with a lot of information early on. So now this spreads across the globe because of uh, airline travel. So now we have a global pandemic. We have the United States of America that basically has been put in a position to gear up over the last several days, not with something that they knew about two or three years ago, but a particular strain or a virus that they're learning the characteristics of the virus while we're on the run Now we have the president who's trying to communicate to the nation. We had a disconnect at the Wednesday press conference between the facts and whoever was preparing his speech. Talk a little bit about communication. We've got the president who has to to communicate with the Centers for Disease Control. He's got border control. Uh, They've got all the individual state health departments. There's a lot of pieces to communication here. Tell us a little bit so we can have at least a little bit of grace because this is a monumental deal that I think communication courses will be looking at to teach their students for years to come. Yeah, you know, you said it. It's a um, a massive issue. It's a complex issue. And so it's understandable that there would be, um, you know, a lot of uh, jumps and starts and and, uh, maybe even missed opportunities along the way. Um, You know, I think one of the best moves that the president made early on was appointing the vice president to oversee the effort. I think that the president um, setting aside his Oval Office address, which is a teleprompter speech, and that should be precise. uh, You know, there's there's no excuse for why those can't be double-checked and triple-checked. The fact, though, is, you know, on the fly when he's in a press conference setting, uh, the president tends to be pretty freewheeling. That's his nature. And I think that works real well when you're uh, in a partisan sparring match with the Speaker of the House or um, some other issue. I don't think it works as well when you're trying to assure the nation. And um, we're kind of looking for a more precise and um, a more measured um, response, accurate and uh, specific the vice president, I think, though, brings that. I think he is a, a skillful, sober-minded guy, and I, I think whenever I hear him step up and has uh, led this effort, I think it should reassure the American people. There's so many players, though, in the mix, and you're alluding to the fact it's hard um, It's hard to communicate when you don't have all the information. Crisis communication is an art. It's not a science, and it's um, you know you have to pour a lot of heart into it because it's not so much what you say, it's what people hear and the body language. And um, I think um, we need to pray. We need to pray not only for the situation, but we need to pray for those who are communicating because, um, uh, you know, actions speak louder than words, but words set the tone and um, can set a stock market plummeting and can set people into a panic mode. 
Mm. Now, I just want to tell our audience, we are well aware that uh, just a little earlier this afternoon, there was a press conference by President Trump. Uh, We are aware that he has declared a national emergency. We're not going to be dealing with the specifics of that here. We're just talking about uh, communication uh, in general. And, of course, our earlier segments uh, covered that. Now, Paul Batora, right here at our station, we made a decision uh, 10 days ago, two weeks, we set up a page. Um, things have been changing so fast, but it's been up for about a week or so. We've been pointing everybody to our special coronavirus page where we have the links to the World Health Organization, the CDC, uh, the uh, Florida health uh, officials, all the local um, uh, health departments. And we've been telling folks the general big picture, but we've been sending them to this website because they're linked and all that information is accurate. Uh, talk about that in terms of trying to to, to give out good communication uh, with, with the platform that we have. And then just talk also about now as we are communicating with others, how we do that in a biblical sense. Well, I, I appreciate what your station is doing. I think um, to have reliable sources is important, um, and to put them all in one location makes it very easy for everybody, and that's that's a very responsible, very helpful thing to do. I think when we're communicating with one another, I, I look, from a social media standpoint, we're all communicators, and, and we're all um, relaying some something of some sort. I think we need to really be careful uh, not to uh, throw gasoline on a fire. I think we need to report what we know to be factual, not uh, speculative. I was just telling my wife this morning that I, it, it seems that you can tell quite a bit about a person by what and by how they're responding to this crisis, uh, social media-wise. There are certain people who seem to really love um, drama and love negativity, and they're you know, citing third, fourth, fifth uh, party sources. And it's really painting a very bleak picture. I don't think that's responsible. As believers, you know, the scriptures tell us that a word well spoken is like apples of gold and settings of silver. It, it's it's so important that our language be careful, be um, uh, honoring, and be a, be a correct, you know, a clear, concise, correct, I think is a very good uh, measure by which to um, frame our communication. Mm. And, of course, that's the voice of Paul Batura, and he's vice president of communications there at Focus on the Family. You know, if uh, someone is really struggling with this, I know there's a lot of resources there at Focus. Um, plus, you have counselors standing by. You've got about a, a minute, minute and a half left. Tell us a little bit about uh, those resources in case somebody wanted to go that route that wasn't necessarily information about what to do about the coronavirus itself. Yeah, we're we're always open online at focusonthefamily.com. Uh, call our 1-800 number, a family. That's uh, between the hours of 6 a.m. and, and uh, 8 p.m. Uh, or 6 p.m. Eastern time. Um, but our website has great resources, how to talk to your kids about stressful times, how to manage um, your own anxiety. You know, our counselors want to be able to help. They'll do a phone consultation. We'll refer you to a local counselor after um, we get to know you and we get to understand what the challenge you're facing would be. But um, we we certainly want to be a resource to the family, and we're grateful, uh, Bill, for your show and your station because we're a partnership and we're only able to do it because you have the megaphone and uh, we bring part of the message uh, to your, your repertoire there. 
Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, you guys are the resource for all of us that are in the uh, – in the the walk together following Christ. And I just want to thank you so much. And by the way, uh, if you see Dr. Ford, I know that her heart, uh, boy, she leads out in uh, these Wait No More conferences. So I know that she was looking forward to being with us in a couple weeks. If you see her in the hallway, tell her I said hello. And uh, we're going to get this thing together and look forward for the rescheduling. But please express to everybody there my thanks on all the great job that you do. Thank you so much, Bill. Our return to you as well. All righty. All right. To more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Well, you may not be going to the theaters, but we'll still get with Movie Guide to let you know about a couple of movies you may catch up on in the future. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump declared the coronavirus pandemic a national emergency. He spoke to the American people from the Rose Garden as Washington struggles with providing Americans with relief and officials race to slow the spread of the outbreak. Mr. Trump also waived interest on federally held student loans and moved to prop up energy markets by directing the Department of Energy to buy oil to fill the strategic petroleum reserve right up to the top. Negotiations continue between the White House and Congress on an aid package, but Trump said they have yet to agree. Delta Airlines will cut passenger carrying capacity by 40 percent to deal with a nosedive in travel demand, and it's talking to the White House and Congress about assistance to get through the downturn. The cut in flying is the largest in Delta's history, even larger than after the September 2001 terror attacks. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 1,985 points. This is SRN News. Travel Cats travel experts announce brand new stay and play golf vacations at Sandals All-Inclusive Resorts. Play any of six prestigious courses across the Caribbean with complimentary green fees and transfers, including the Greg Norman Signature Course at Emerald Bay or Journey to Ireland and play on the Emerald Isle. Call Travel Cats to design your golf getaway. 352-277-7300. TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. And Bill Carl here with Dave Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan. Dave, I was recently at your showroom, and you could just sense something different there. And what I mean by that, and, and you said it yourself, is when someone comes to Moss Nissan, you don't have crosses plastered on the walls, but you want the cross plastered on your heart. And you can sense that. And it's uh, it's the little messages. You know, like, I, and I, I don't want to stereotype either. Here I am stereotyping. But I would say most dealerships don't play worship music in the showroom. But we do. So when you're walking through the showroom, no matter... If you've had a good day or a bad day or indifferent, you you have music that is realigning your thoughts so that your actions and your face can be positive, your actions can be positive, and your, your words can be positive. And I would say firsthand experience here. When you visit Moss Nissan, you're going to sense a difference. And if you're a pastor or church worker, they're going to take care of you with the You Serve, You Save program for folks who serve the Lord. Ask about it when you go to Moss Nissan. Newport, Ritchie, Crystal River, Tampa, and at mossnissan.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. The best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries. 
weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers take faith talk am 570 and 910 with you wherever you go using our mobile app let's talk faith.com alexa tune in iheart and at radio.com church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in christ but between sundays how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled you can always find strength between sundays here on faith talk am 570 and am 910 but if you live in the lakeland winter haven auburndale area check us out on fm 102.1 streaming at letstalkfaith.com the following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time we're going down to the river Bill Bunkley here. We're back on this Friday afternoon, and um, we're going to have a great discussion with uh, Ebby Bear Carroll, who's host of Movie Guide TV, uh, in just a second or two. I just want to reiterate to our audience, we know that uh, what we've been dealing with here in the last few hours and going into the weekend, probably many of you are not going to want to go to a movie theater. And um, we've got a great movie to talk about, and I'm saddened that uh, it is opening on this weekend. But many of us will have a chance to see it if you don't venture out. But uh, just know that we are not encouraging you to go to the theaters today or this weekend. We're going to talk about a couple of movies that uh, are opening today. Uh, A great one and a one that uh, I wish never saw the big screen. But Just wanted to just tell you that as we get into our conversation today because, uh, wow, going to the movies like any other venues, you know, our governor has asked for us not to gather uh, in any crowds uh, uh, for the next, uh, well, few days, but probably a week or two or three, whatever that ends up being. And so we want to just make sure you know in no way we are trying to encourage that, hey, since I'm working from home, we can't do anything, let's go catch a movie. No. You're going to go to a movie theater that would have some of the same risks uh, as other places, so we don't want you to mis- misunderstand our conversation this afternoon. Well, as I mentioned, Evie Bear Carroll is a host of Movie Guide TV. MovieGuide.org is a 501c3 uh, ministry, and um, just want to remind you of that so that uh, if you do utilize their wonderful reviews, uh, not only pray for them, but also uh, support their ministry. Uh, two great apps on Android as well as the iPhone that you can download. And uh, once we get past this period, and boy, I'll tell you what, people are going to want to go to the theaters when there's an all clear. They're going to go to sporting events. We're all going to go out and do a lot of things. But it'd be a great time to have that app to refer to uh, what's happening. And so we got a couple of movies to talk about. Talk about movies that have been postponed as well. And with that, uh, Evie Bear Carroll, it's good to have you with us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. 
And I guess on that note, um, you know, we do have lists about streaming, too, on our website if people are at home, um, self-quarantined, because, you know, if you want to see a streaming, there's a bunch of different streaming options and stuff. So Um, but the movie that I really enjoyed, and I'm kind of sad, I am sad it's coming out this weekend because of everything going on. I mean, there would have been no way to predict this, but um, it's I Still Believe. And it's about Jeremy Camp's story. And I'm sure you guys play Jeremy Camp on your channel a lot um, because he's a great Christian music artist. And this is the story about his wife, uh, Melissa, and them. It's their love story. And it's the true story of his life. Um, you know, I think most Christian audiences might know the story already because Jeremy's actually very open about the story and he talks about it a lot of, you know, his performances and stuff. Um, but Melissa gets sick. She has cancer, uh, stage three cancer and it's them, you know, being together and, and still having faith throughout it all. And it's a very powerful story. It's, um, you know, a hard story and I'm sure for you too, to, to think about because of all the things you went through. And I have a similar situation because my mom's been sick for 25 years. And um, so I think it's, it's a good story to remind us that like, no matter what happens, you know, we can still have faith. God can still give us hope. And um, you know, we just need to trust in him. And this is not only a very important movie right now in the moment. And uh, it is going to be impacted by uh, lack of uh, revenue on opening weekend. But this is going to be a classic. I had not had a chance to see the movie myself, but I've certainly uh, read and researched a lot about it. And um, and and Evie's right. Uh, her mom's been uh, battling cancer for decades. What what, what a story there! Of uh, one of the one of the uh, the most dedicated troopers I think I've ever heard about, and of course I've had my uh, you know my journey since uh, March of seventeen with leukemia. But this is going to be a story, a movie that I think um, once it gets re-released, uh, and you'll be able to see it in different venues, and and uh, it's going to be one that anyone who enters into the type of fight that you have with cancer, I think it's going to be a long-term ministry. The other thing I just wanted to say, um, only because it's, it's just you just obvious, you know, Movie Guide rates a movie um, in a couple of different ways. It's quality and content. Now, quite often, there's a lot of good movies that are put together that will gain a four-star quality. But I got to tell you, it's not every day that when I look down at content that I see a plus four. Let me repeat, a plus four. And the quote on the webpage for Movie Guide is biblical worldview with no questionable elements whatsoever. Evie, I want you to address that because this is also a rarity, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I watch, you know, as you know, I have to watch a lot of movies a week. Um, And so it's so refreshing to see that uh, this movie is completely clean. Of course, it is a theme that uh, it's a tough theme. So, you know, maybe your your toddlers aren't interested in it. I know my toddler's not interested in it. Yes, yes. But it is an important theme. And uh, and like you're saying, it's the quality of the movie. It's great quality. Um, The Irwin brothers did it. 
they did I Can Only Imagine, which I mm-hmm. love that movie. Um, and that came out two years ago now. So that's definitely one people can kind of check out on DVD while they're at home. Or um, And so, but uh, I still believe it's a great quality movie. It's very clean. Um, and so that's why we're really recommending it. Mm. And by the way, I know we got a lot of Gary Sinise fans out there. And so uh, you're going to have a chance to see uh, a guy that's done so much for so many, particularly veterans. And uh, I want to tell you, uh, our uh, Bible fellowship class that I teach on Sunday, now we're not even going to probably meet on Sunday, but uh, we had plans to go tonight uh, as a class uh-huh. to see I Believe. And, of course, with my situation, I'm not uh, going to be able to go anywhere near a movie theater. But, hey, it'll give us something to look forward to. If you're just joining us, uh, talking with our friends at Movie Guide, movieguide.org is the website. And uh, Evie Bear Carroll is our guest today, our regular guest. And uh, she's host of Movie Guide TV. And, yes, check out the website. A lot of great articles and Keep an eye on their streaming updates as they're going to be pointing us to some of the streaming content. We don't know how long we're going to be sort of uh, hunkering down a little bit in our homes. And so uh, I'm sure uh, if it's short, you've got some good resources there. If this continues, who knows what may come available on streaming as uh, all sorts of entities are pitching in in this this national crisis. So uh, be sure you keep checking in with movieguide.org. Well, I'm only talking about a little bit, uh, a movie that shouldn't even be out on the stage. It only came in at two stars, a minus four for gross immorality and worldview problems. Talk about the hunt, and uh, you can you can trash it if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're okay that this movie's coming out this weekend because hopefully nobody will yeah. go to it uh, because it's it's a super violent thriller. And I, I don't know if you remember, but we probably talked about it back in September because it was supposed to come out then, yes. and then they moved the release to now um, to this weekend. And so what happens in this movie is that it's liberals killing uh trump supporters so mm. it's like a, a hunt you know it's called the hunt and their liberals are literally hunting the trump supporters now some say oh there's some kind of you know moderate redemption views, at the I, end or something yeah i'm not thinking that i mean i don't think it outweighs all the other stuff that's going on in the movie and i see no you know like i like you tell me i coined this ways i see no benefit to this movie or no benefit of watching the movie especially if you just go on the fact that it's extremely violent i mean i'm not going to read what our content section says about it because it's just really horrible stuff about um you know killing and maiming and stuff so i just don't like why would you put that out where it's you know two political parties fighting each other i don't understand why you would want to put that out in today's you know culture um, you know, especially, you know, as Christians, we believe the opposite, that we should love each other and also have healthy debates on stuff. So I just don't see any good in this movie. And I want to tell you, as we were just talking, Evie, people will circle back to see, uh, I still believe, I believe, but you have this kind of a deal and it's a flop or or maybe the folks who don't have a whole lot of intelligence are going to go to the theaters when they've been told <laughs> not to. But nonetheless, uh, you know, there are certain things that we see in the where we find ourselves where uh, maybe inappropriate for me to say. But, you know, sometimes I think God has a sense of humor 
uh, <laughs> because this is this is perfect timing. But anyway, we absolutely uh, uh, do not recommend any time, any place, even if you're the most bored at home in a year and a half and it's streaming, just just pass it by. Now, I want to yeah. talk about something. We've got about two minutes left, and uh, uh, I think we already mentioned briefly last week with your dad, uh, Dr. Ted Bear, about James Bond being pushed back because it had just been announced. But I know that you've got a bunch of movies there. Tell us a little bit about them. There's going to be some movies pushed back. How bad is this going to impact Hollywood? The fact that if a movie wasn't scheduled to come out now, let's say James Bond, I know they're not going to get a return of revenue now, but basically if it's two, three, four months, whatever it is, can they basically pick up where they left off and still be okay? Um, the thing about the James Bond movie is that they're, they're kind of thinking that it's going to cost them $30 million to push it back. Of Ooh. course, the movie, um, you know, James Bond is typically does very well at the box office, but it's still $30 million is not a little sum. Mm. <laughs> um, but it's, this is happening to a bunch of movies. Um, Fast and Furious 9, which is called F9, which those movies do billions of dollars at the box office, but that's pushed back to next year. Um, and even Milan, they've pushed that back, and that was supposed to come out right away. We already had a review of it and everything, and and um, you know, you know, that's kind of an interesting thing. Peter Rabbit two, a bunch of movies are just. We have a whole list on our website about all these movies that are being pushed back, which costs a lot because these studios have already started a lot of marketing on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is an interesting. It's a definitely an interesting time period we are in right now. Mm. Well, I want to remind you that uh, this would be such a great resource for you to be plugging in with MovieGuy, MovieGuy.org, and reminding you that there's a lot of movies, whether it is Prime Plus or, or if it's Netflix or, excuse me, Prime, Disney Plus, or Netflix, uh, there's a lot of movies out there, and I want to remind you that there is a uh, quite a, a treasure trove of reviews of a lot of those movies. So just because it isn't a, a movie that has uh, uh, broken, uh, has has not come to the theaters in the last uh, few months, make sure you go check out all the reviews, especially before your family has a chance to review it. And uh, remember that uh, if this thing prolongs, I'm sure that Movie Guide is going to continue to give us some tips on maybe some other movies that might come out in the next few weeks uh, on the streaming end. But as always, um, uh, we just, uh, Evie Bear Carroll, we want to wish all of you well well there in California. And as we sort of hunker down, we appreciate you being with us every week and especially reminding us that we still can't escape to the movies but we're just going to do it at home. And, Evie, it's good to have you with us. Thank you for having me. God bless. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment with some final thoughts. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You can't have the 10,000 volts of electricity that, you know, went through you the first time your pinkies touched on accident in the movie theater. <laughs> that can't, you, you can't sustain that for right. 50 years or 70 years. Levi Lesko on Focus on the Family Minute. The reality is we found out marriage is also a lot of fun. And we like to tell people, yes, it's challenging and difficult, but don't forget, it's a blessing. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to get better as you do it longer. And we were surprised by how much fun we were having because no one told us that. You know, okay, that it's but a blast. What are the secrets in that? Because I'd say some people that have been married 15, 20, 30 years, 
they're not having that fun. So why? Oh, I think re the reality is a marriage in and of itself is like a checking account. Having one is one thing. Having one that has money in it takes effort and regular deposits. So your marriage, like your checking account, is only going to be as good as your investment in it. More from Levi at FamilyMinute.org. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. Eight hundred six five one three two three five. That's eight hundred six five one thirty two thirty five. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. If you're a pastor or you love your pastor, don't miss No One to Tell with Dr. Andy McDaniel. No One to Tell is real conversations with a real pastor. That is what we do here. Please join us again on our next program. We are brought to you by Standing Stone Ministry, where we believe that healthy shepherds lead healthy flocks. No One to Tell with Dr. Andy McDaniel. Sunday afternoons at 2 on Faith Talk, 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Bag, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Hey, Bill Bunkley here with some final thoughts uh, for this week. And uh, boy, what a week this has been. And as God's preparing us uh, for the immediate future, well, we are probably looking forward to maybe uh, a similar week, uh, at least coming up next week and for the next couple of weeks. But I want to tell you that as we are looking forward, it's amazing 
the history that we're living through right now. You know, I was I was thinking about the fact that there was a time where people were alive right after the Revolutionary War, and as they were uh, getting up there in age, they would tell their children and their children's children stories about the fight with the British for our freedom. And, and how about shortly after that, when people were telling the next generations about being there for um, the meeting on forming the Constitution of the United States? And then we had, um, you kind of fast forward that, and um, how about the Civil War? How about the discussions, hey, I, you know what, I lived through the Civil War. Uh, my brother, I fought for the North. My brother fought for the South. Imagine those stories of oral history. And then, of course, you have those that fought bravely uh, in, in the cold, cold winter in World War One. Also, those that came back and were part of one or two theaters, maybe fought in both, the Pacific Theater, the European Theater. And then as they grew older, they didn't like to talk much about it, but still it was, hey, I remember. Let me tell you about what happened in World War II. Then we have our veterans in Korea and Vietnam. And now a story, and, and by the way, we, we talk about World War II. How about those that witnessed Pearl Harbor personally were there in Hawaii? And how about the rest of the nation waking up on that Sunday morning that we've been attacked? How about those that could remember getting close to the radio and hearing Roosevelt's address to the nation after the attack on Pearl Harbor to, to assure the nation and to inform the nation? Well, as I said, we had uh, Korea and Vietnam with, with all of that as well. How about our invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan? And some of you can remember that. And still today, you talk about 9-11, and um, I've got uh, a testimony I repeat a lot in my oral history of uh, 9-11. But now think about this. A global pandemic. You and I, all of us, are day by day in this journey through the challenge of the coronavirus. And as we're living it each day, and we hope that we've been an assurance this week um, to uh, point you not only to accurate information on our website, and let me remind you again, uh, for the very latest updates, you can go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, click on the coronavirus link at the top, and you'll have the latest updates from uh, the World Health Organization, the CDC, uh, the Florida Department of Health, as well as all of the uh, local um, health departments. You've got the numbers if you need to call uh, to, to talk about something that may be happening. And so right now, we're living through it. But as I have shared with you, this too will pass. I can't tell you whether it's a week, two weeks, could be a month or two. I don't know how long this is going to be. God knows, but we don't. But one thing I can tell you for sure, as we are all walking through this together, we are all part of several uh, generations who will be talking about this time for years to come. And we'll be telling those who come behind us about our personal experiences about this 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 time when literally most of America and the globe 
shut down for something that was bigger than us. And though this process has been repeated all the way from the beginning of time all the way to today, uh, it just uh, is important as we round out this week that let's put this in perspective. And again, those of us who know the Lord, he is in charge. He knows exactly what's happening. He knows what's going to happen. And uh, for those of us who are Orthodox Christians who know him, and by the way, if you don't know him, you can ask him into your life today. And if you've wandered away from the faith, you can come home today by praying to him. But those of us that, that love our Lord and know that we can trust him in every circumstance, and we trust him in this circumstance, uh, it's amazing how we can have a sense of peace, have a sense of contentment, and even uh, a sense of joy, the joy of knowing him and the joy of knowing that uh, he's going to see us through every moment uh, of our personal experiences. Those experiences, as I said, that we'll be sharing down the road later in life. So I want to just tell you that we are here from you. Uh, we're not uh, about all the hype here at the Salem Radio Network, and um, this is a time where uh, we hope that uh, we'll be a light of a lighthouse, uh, that city on a, that light on top of a hill, and as we continue to walk with you through um, this particular crisis, now declared a national emergency, just know that uh, we will, we will get through this. And if we open up our hearts and minds and let the Holy Spirit speak to us, there's a lot we'll learn as well. Well, we'll all be watching the updates through the weekend. And um, this thing is going to be changing day by day. And we're going to be here for you to cover that. On behalf of Jose Cruz and myself, thank you for being with us today and this week. And uh, have a very safe weekend. God bless and good afternoon. <music> 